This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fatty sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan. AKA the conspiracy realist, AKA the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. AKA, I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA, the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk podcast, episode 324. On you hoes. Oh, man. If you had 24 hours to live, just think. What would you do? Who would you screw? It's like, no. Nah. Who would you want to? What would you do, dog? 24 hours to live. <laughs> it's about six women I'll probably impregnate. <laughs> I'm just going on. Did you not hear the song? Yes, I've heard the song. What did he said? That'd be selfish and that'd be bad for my kids that had the same shit as Pop just had. You feel me? No, in real life, though. I don't know them kids. 24 hours live. <laughs> what you about to do? Spend some time with my baby, smoke good. You know, some somebody going to suck and smoke sp- weed? Fuck yeah. If I'd probably got- try crack. 24? So let, let me just saw this one. Make sure we're on the same page here, right? So you about to leave Earth, die, whatever, and you, want, you don't want to be coherent on your last 24? You would like... Not be here, you get high. Like, what do you mean, nigga? We don't put you on no fucking psychedelic trip, niggas. It's just weed. It make you feel good. You said you try crack, nigga. <laughs> I mean, twenty four. Eh, eh, fuck it. I've been, I've been on the fence. Can can we just have an honest moment? I've been really on the fence about shrooms. Okay, I've been hearing good things for sure. I've been hearing good things, and I'm not. You know, I'm not approved about like drug usage. I done tried some shit in my life. Like, you know, like what I'm, shit? I mean, it's only so many shit you can try. You know, ecstasy. I, I kind of fucked around with that a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a proponent of weed. I don't care if it come out the ground or come out of motherfucking laboratory. If the bitch gonna get me high, I want to smoke it. Uh, it does give you a euphoric feeling and take you away a little bit. I don't know, man. I got a bad batch last week. They ain't do nothing for me. It was like smoking squares. Uh, mm. 
But I'm, you know, I keep hearing about that psychedelic trip, and nigga, I want to see colors and treasure trolls and shit. I'm with it. I'll be honest, man. I'm with uh, it. I do kind of want to do ayahuasca, though. What's you that? You know what I'm saying? The toad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Is it where you lick the toad like that shit? No. No. I'm not licking the fucking toad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I thought it is. <laughs> but you need it like, you got to go to Costa Rica. You need like a shaman and shit. You can't just be in somebody's bedroom and shit like, oh, take this. Like, you fuck around. It's an actual toad. No, they refer to it as the toad. Oh, uh, okay. There's mushrooms and different, it's a bunch of different shit. But it's some psychedelic shit. And everybody who's done it said they look, they, I mean, it's not this. It's like <laughs> you're not the same afterwards. Yeah, like uh, Neil, I like to try. Neil Brennan said he was an atheist until he did it. He was like, "There's, there's God." It's <laughs> like it's impossible for it to not be a God. Like you know what I really want to try dabs. Like I don't know nobody that fuck with that shit, but I want to try it. Who stack? Stack? Yeah, one hundred percent. He used to be doing the shit on the internet, not like on the internet, but like all that. He's one hundred percent. Okay. You know, uh, we we know the family, yeah. so I, I may, may need to reach out. But uh, I kind of want to do that shit. I'm scared, though, because I don't do shit. So, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Any, anywho, anywho, anywho. How was, Tw- how was your week, my brother? Good. I was still thinking about the 24. Like, I'm going yeah. I'm to get high. I'm going to eat good. Somebody gonna suck this dick though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't seen the Lord. I ain't seen the Lord full. Somebody yeah. gonna suck this motherfucker. I mean, that gotta be on the list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Twenty four hours. You gotta be on the list. Somebody yeah. gonna eat this shit. Uh, I mean, hey, you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, might let you pee on me. Twenty four hours. I don't know, man. That shit has got to be all family and friends and shit, right? No. At the end of the day, like what? what What's most important to you? I mean, family is pretty important. They would they would get the majority of the day. Yeah, I mean, but like, of course. You, I mean, the woman that you love, the, like the, the person that's close to you or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's like, man, I always want to hit Shakika. Whatever her name is <laughs> down the street. Like, shit. Got about 18 more hours left. You know what I'm saying? Could you pull it off in 18 hours? Never yeah. before. And then now you got 18 hours to close. 100%. Okay. I think when, when like, you about to die, like, all the inhibitions, the the... I think this is what I, I mean. Think. She gonna get the best game I got in my body. No, this is what I think, dog. I think that you can probably have any woman that you want. Like if it's like a a, a matter of like spitting game or whatever, whatever. I think what happens is you don't say the shit that comes into mind that would probably work because like, like I can't. You second guess it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you second guess it. Yeah. But I, I think, I'm, I'm a firm believer that niggas you date. At the level of your self-esteem. Mm. Like if you got low self-esteem, you probably dating low self-esteem looking mm. bitches. Yep. But if you a nigga with high self-esteem, you're not there's a certain woman that you're just not dealing with. You know, that's a pretty heavy statement. It is the truth. And that's why all right. Niggas huh. get Let's married just... at their level of self-esteem, also. You think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why I be thinking like some people be letting women and the thought of women control the life so a woman that you would think is like like highly attractive and shit or something that you may not get on a regular and let that control your life be like but if that's normal to you like you can be normal she she like she thinks she a bad bitch but she regular she to me she regular to me but she treat no. her like she regular all right you be going to, but what i'm saying is bad is bad 
whether it's regular to you or not, bad is bad though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like so We had a guest in here that 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 spit some sage advice and ever since I heard that nigga say that shit, it really changed my perspective on how I looked at like approaching women. Let's hear it. We had City in here and City was talking about like meeting chicks that he met online and he was like, Look, you approach a girl with ten thousand followers the same way you approach a, a chick with with nine hundred. Like, because at the end of the day, she's still a woman. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that built up, that fake self-esteem, yeah. this bit larger-than-life image, she's still just a regular chick. That's a fact. I mean, we know. And, and you can't you can't curl up. You can't let the number, like, I mean, intimidate like, you. Like, I know people with, like, large followings. They just regular, like, nigga. We friends, with, we, we friends <laughs> with some of them. Like, this is. I and I and I mean this is no I not can't say that out loud. I'm like, <laughs> like I know who you talk about, and like, well, well, there's somebody that we know in particular that got a lot of followers, yeah, and we friends with them, and like, you know, they're not some big superstar of a person. They really regular and cool as fuck. Like, just don't be no bitch, yeah. and don't be no simp. That's that's wild. Uh, Niggas be trying to win the simp Olympics. This is a great conversation. It's, we gonna we gonna we gonna circle back to it because it's one of the topics I want to talk about today. The Simp Olympics? No, oh. but uh, we do got a guest this week. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce our guest this week. Well, I'm gonna let our guest introduce himself uh, this week. And, Did you bring some intros? And then we'll <laughs> I feel like you should know. You should know. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Um, Chris Scott. Actually, a CT grad. I know I got some CT. CT fired up, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, born and raised in the best city in the world, Detroit, mm. Michigan. Three one three. Husband, father, entrepreneur, dual engineer, mindset coach, author, award winning engineer. Mm. Uh, okay, talk that talk. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, can we throw Jit Master in there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Preserving, no doubt. Preserving Detroit culture. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Still definitely be, uh, you know, getting the jit moves in every now and then, man. But, uh, you know, I like to inspire people, man. I love to motivate people and their mindsets and uh, just encourage people to be the best that they can be, man, and help to bring that out of them. Yeah. Okay. Thanks Absolutely. for having me, brother. Man, welcome, yeah, man, we're man. happy to have you, man. Happy welcome. to have you. Uh, All right. So how, how was your week, my brother? Week was good, man. Uh, I had to go into the office this week, which I hate. I hate, like, actually being physically at work. Okay. And I and I threw on a suit this week because we had, like, this networking event at the office. And <laughs> so, like, my, you know, just working in a virtual environment, the home office is just pretty clear. It's not a lot of people in the office typically. But, like, we was having an... Like I said, it's networking event at work. So, like, my boss highly encouraged us, yeah. which is basically I, work. I'm canceling the team meeting tomorrow. I'll see y'all in the office by 11, which is how I took it. And, I, you know, a piece of me wanted to blow it off. But I was like, I I did some weird wild shit last week at work. My nigga, you just got the job. <laughs> no, I know. Like, like, I know. Fuck, I know. But you asked God for this job at one point. It's like in real life. I, I did. I, like, I prayed to the Lord. For I cut job. my beard off for this job. <laughs> so, like, you know, remember that. <laughs> Would it, it just be in me sometimes? Like, sometimes I just can't stop it from bubbling up. I really can't. I, or at least I don't try to stop it. You don't want to. I do. We can do whatever we want to do. I do. <laughs> I got this thing about people trying me. 
I've talked about it before. Did your like, boss try you by asking you to go to a, a networking <laughs> event? Is that where he goes? Something happened at work where I felt like somebody tried me. We got to find this. We got to bring that nigga on the pot. I'm looking we for We got him. to the point. I'm looking for him. Somebody Every, my, my disrespected my home, my home, when he was younger, and he don't feel that he acted the right way. So now, <laughs> in any situation, he overreacts right, right. to make up for the the little look, hurt 12-year-old day. Look, look, my homeboy keep my homeboy knows the story. Like, I got a circle of friends I grew up with that know the story and know the nigga that, yeah. you know, we had the back and forth with. He like, dog, just say his name. Like, say it. <laughs> Candy and, man. And he, and he, free yourself from it. But man, I, let that I'm, shit go, my not. He was a kid. Let it go, dog. Anyway, I felt somebody tried me at work last week. We had a little back and forth. It got back to my boss. And I was like, I should probably go in because she going to be there and I can at least get some FaceTime with her. And I can explain that, like, yeah, I probably jumped a gun, but, like, that white motherfucker making it out to be a little bit more drastic than what the fuck it was. Like, you know, what if I, it was what if it was actually more drastic to them? And it's just nonchalant to you. It, it just, you know, I don't be using kind words at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't just tiptoe around a corporate line just because I'm in a corporate environment. Like, if I feel like some shit is some bullshit, I'll say bullshit in a meeting. Like, so, I don't be. So, do you want to be effective at work? I am effective. I am you, effective. I'm an effective leader. Would you be more effective if you use company jargon that would actually get somebody to do something for you? I feel like I, I feel like she understood who I was when she hired me. I'm not like these other niggas. I'm all, I'm authentic to who I am. One hundred percent. But I like to work smarter, not harder. So your work voice is not different than your voice in the podcast. Hey, Captain. I mean, no, hey, no, this I, nigga's came. No, I, I, I heard this nigga at work. This nigga just, he talking no. shit on here. This nigga just. No, I, <laughs> now, I tone, I tone, I'm not as, like, loud at work. But, like, you know, if I catch you. I used you, to work this close to this nigga. We used yeah. to work at the same spot for a long time. Don't let this nigga in here. This nigga is Captain. Okay? No, I, this no, nigga I, has I, the I corporate will, voice. I will tell you. Y'all remember that? What's the, what's the movie with Lakeith Stanfield? It was called, um, he worked at a car center. And he had this, <laughs> this nigga got that voice. Okay. Uh, I will tone it down at work, but like, so, so I had an incident where I kind of cornered this motherfucker because he's, he tried to throw me under the bus on this email. So I kind of cornered the nigga and I was like, hey, you know, what you sent was false information, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't do that to me. Yeah. I'm cool with that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I, I will, I will, I love to check somebody respectfully, you know what I'm saying, at work and then make it worse. Cause like when you do it so respectfully and, and it's like, they don't, like, they don't know what to do. Um, uh yeah, so it was confrontation. I, I'll admit it was confrontational. I probably should have handled it a little bit more professionally. Yeah, but like I seen the nigga, something, something in me said like, "Nah, nigga, right now, don't wait, right now." Right, and I didn't handle it professionally. So I needed to get in the office just to have a little FaceTime with her or whatever. So I I threw on my monkey suit. I went into the office, you know, and like we got these. It's like a big open office environment, but then it's got like these private offices. I don't sit out in the open environment. I reserve a private office because I don't be wanting to be fuck with. 
And I kept wondering, I was like, why the fuck do keep, people keep walking past the office, like, looking in on me? Like, I'm a, like I'm a fucking zoo animal. I didn't realize. I'm thinking the music is in my speakers. No, hell no. The music, oh, is, through, the music is through my laptop speakers. I'm begging Guilty Simpson. So you, so I, time oh, out, time man. Out, time out. So you had the headphones on, but not plugged in. And what you was so what you was listening to? Everybody else is walking past, listening to me, oh, listening to Kendrick, shit. Guilty Simpson, just just a whole that playlist of listening to Kill Whitey. Like what? <laughs> Until finally, like somebody walked by and kind of like knocked, and it's like, do you mind if you turned that down a little bit? And I'm looking like what the fuck you. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, this is a whole episode. Oh of Office, man, man. <laughs> I'm. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into work. I don't. I don't work well with others. I'm outgrowing corporate America. I am. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, what do you think you're gonna do for money that doesn't have, involve corporate America? I don't know, pimp. Sell drugs. I don't, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Cause even on this podcast, shit like corporate sp- sponsors is sponsors. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You go in to meet with Showtime. We go in to meet with something. Like, you can't walk in that bitch blasting them. Like, it's, I mean. But they know what they're getting. They know what they're paying for. They're paying for the personality. They're paying for you to do what they want you to do. They're paying, they're getting me. They're getting authentic dame. They're paying for shop talk. They're paying for dame after dark. They know what they're signing up for. I'm not toning that down for Showtime. Matter of fact, I'm going to crank that bitch up a notch. Yeah, that shit never works out. I mean, I'm for real. That shit just don't. It don't work that way. It's gonna work that way for us. All right, well, because you involved too, nigga. You with me? So you need to think about that though when you do some crazy shit. Because I'm involved too. Whose man's is this? You 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 ride with me, nigga. You riding the fuck with me? What you mean? We walked in this bitch together. We gonna lead together. Yeah. You trying to go solo? I'm just trying to get to this money. You feel me? All right. Well, we gonna get there. All right. But but I'm not gonna compromise. Don't fuck up the bag. Jay, that's it. I'm, I'm a that's make, it. I'm gonna make fuck what you about to say. I'm gonna make the ain't. bag bigger. Okay, I'm gonna make the bag bigger. Do you know who I am? I know the history of you. I'm the fifth <laughs> member of the Four Horsemen. I'm the third member of the Legion of Doom. I know that everybody listens. To I'm the story. lead singer of the OJ's, motherfucking New Edition, and the Temptations. All them niggas went bankrupt. <laughs> Bobby Brown does not have a, a, a luxurious career. You just named niggas who went through terrible tragedies, though. New edition still torn. Still torn. Still doing the moves. Yeah, them niggas look bad. <laughs> In the same outfit. It don't fit. Nights like this. Not Bobby, yeah, Ricky, Mike, and them. Nah, man. They, them niggas still look. They look all right. They look all right. Yeah, on that 25th anniversary of BET shit, that was like eight years ago. Well, it, it seemed like that shit. Was, remember, it was all them niggas, like the the fake ones, yeah. and it was all in all white. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, 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 Woody, what's his name? Woody something who played Bobby Brown and shit. Yeah. How many? How many? How many years has he been on Power? A long time. That nigga been. That nigga <laughs> so been. So we Kane. knew him from that. He been Kane for like three seasons already. So that's three years removed. Add in two for a pandemic. That's at least five. And it wasn't like immediately that he got. It's been about eight years since that shit happened. Damn man, it's been a long time. 
Yeah, that new edition miniseries. There's so many times you can perform at the Essence Fest, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, nah, yeah, we not about to watch this nigga every year. They had Mary J for like 20 years. <laughs> I really want to go to Essence Fest. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to fuck with it. I'm going to try and go next year. I really want to go. Essence is a vibe. Oh, man. And and the company paid for me to go. Mm, at one okay. point. Like 10 years ago, as a matter of fact. That's they, what's up. They paid for me to go, man. Oh, man. You, 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 I see hey, a wedding ring. You married. I am married, yes. Is Was you some, married it, 10 years ago? Uh yes I was. So just blink twice if it's something I shouldn't take a woman to with me. Essence fest. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the single cougars is down there. You know, it's, all the black women professionals is down there. Come on, and you know they single because damn, this is gonna sound fucked up. Because don't nobody <laughs> want your don't nobody want your ass. No, because black women is the least married in the country. Okay. So they single. <laughs> so they really popping pussy down at Essence Fest. I don't. They probably know. is. They probably is. Yeah. That after that all white party, they popping a little pussy. But are they gonna give it to you? Because when I when when they all when they all fine and all bagged up and shit and and degreed up mm-hmm. money and this that that are they gonna give it to you? They Not st- you per se. But like, I mean, if if they got good taste and can recognize a real nigga, they definitely are. But I just put it like this: they they down there, they by themselves, they lonely. Now they with a group of women. All right, so you want to bump pussies, yeah, but, or you yeah. want or you want to get this hard pipe? Man, a group of uh, educated, paid black women spend money like drug dealers. Them niggas be in the club, chum chum, like. It's and, like, and they still go home with that rose toy. Like, baby, get some, get some real get some real pimping in your life. Get some real pimping in your life. I hear you. It's a bunch of real niggas down here not looking to... Sp- like, I got a hotel room, too. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm only here for two nights. Either you're going to leave with me or you're going to watch another bitch leave with me. Choose up. They going to... Choose up. What up? See, like, y'all, st- y'all chill out there kind of lies. <laughs> we about to... <laughs> we had the four seasons and shit. Bumping coaches. No, I ain't never been to New Orleans and shit. So I've never been to NO neither, and I really want to go. Yeah. I, I hear like the food is good, the, the atmosphere, the vibe is good. Women are beautiful. You know, I, I want I want a woman to talk that little talk a little Creole to me. You know, yeah, one of the homies down there right now actually in uh in New Orleans and shit. So okay, um, yo, shout out to the homie D Merritt. I saw it was his birthday. He mm-hmm. out vacationing with his beautiful wife and children. Yeah, enjoying man. his birthday. It's my guy, man. We thirty years in, thirty plus. Shit, that's what's up. I've known him longer than I haven't known him. Shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, how was your week, my brother? It was good, man. I had a good week. Um, just mainly working, <clears throat> kids. A little bit, you know, challenging. I'm taking care of my parents. Uh, they still live by themselves, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm taking care of my parents. But I had a good week, man. Good business-wise. Made some good business connections, man. So it was great. I can't complain, man. That's what's up. Um, uh, speaking of, like, parents and shit, like, uh, shout out to everybody being t- – so look, my pops had a, a procedure done this week, and uh, everything went smoothly. Good, uh, good. You know, going through you know recovery and everything like that. So, uh, love, prayers, and all that other good stuff, man. We definitely need them. But uh, yeah, man, everything, man, we're going pretty smooth, man. So prayers up to God Mr. is Johnson, good. Man. You feel me? That's good. Oh yeah, God is good. I can't wait till we talk to your dad again, man. That was like. You know, I know I know. sometimes the world be slow to catch on this shit, but that was award-winning podcasting that we did with your father. Man. And he was dropping game, yeah. gems, yeah. for an hour and a half. 
Man, it's a it's a blessing, you know. Yeah, what I'm it's a blessing to have. Matter of fact, on the, my fortieth birthday, we broke man for my forty. Uh, so yo, that was a blessing. That was a scary episode to have, though. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really great, and it was too good. You know what I'm saying? I don't want I ain't want that to be like one of them things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was yeah. scary. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I haven't even posted the video yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? This is scary. I don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get, I get you. I Too get scary you. Scary shit, but but it was a really good episode. Yeah, it, it really was. It was a really good episode. It really was and shit. Uh, so listen, man. I gotta. I, so listen, two people I enjoy. I don't know personally, but two entertainers, celebrities, having a little tiff, right? <laughs> now I don't want to talk about the tiff, so to speak. But I do want to talk about the underlying thing where some people, and I'm not, let me clear, clarify this because I don't want no issues on either side. And I'm not saying that one of these are doing that, but some people will put money in the forefront and that's what they work off of. I got this. I got that. You don't, you can't afford this. I got that. And the other gentleman was like, an amount of money ain't no amount of money that can unlame a lame. You just a lame nigga with money. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, I, I agree with that school of thinking. And I don't like why you think we like this though. I know, with, like last week for an example, we had a conversation about after a certain financial status or after you can pay your bills, there's no measure of <clears throat> success or no amount of money that will give you a measurable, better life, so to speak. Like, you take care of your bills, your family, and your kids. If you made $10 million or $12 million, your life is going to be the same. Now, you may be able to buy more things, or di- or I say different things, but like, yo, it's a thing. It's a shirt. Okay, this shirt, 3200 <clears throat> This shirt, 200 <throat> It's a shirt. But like, I almost think it's not even almost this shit got to do with slavery. (laughs) How so? Everything. (laughs) Uh, I got the bigger house. I got more slaves than you. mm -mm. How how you think? Not where I'm going with this. So did y'all ever watch my man who Kenny Burris, right? Who did blackish. Yeah. Um, Did y'all ever watch this show? Black as fuck. Black AF on Netflix. No, I can't say that. It was like blackish. Well, cursing. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And season one, episode one was uh, all this shit is it's because of slavery. Season, I mean, episode two was, it was still because of slavery. Episode three, you guessed it. St- and like all 10 episodes had something, right? Somehow, we have, we have equated money and having things with like value. Like as like a, a person, like you not nothing if you don't have this. And like niggas could be weak as hell. And like, all right. Now, my personal opinion, funny beat money every time. When you having an argument. Okay. I, I can see that. Cause like some niggas you gotta leave alone. He too he funnier than you. It's nothing you can say. The roasting will never stop. And no matter how much money you have, I will it roast. can't build a fortress around will, that will, onslaught. You got to leave niggas who funny alone, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. Who quick 
Got the gift. Leave them niggas alone. Because they're never going to stop. Never. Like, you literally, it's only two ways to stop a nigga that's roasting you. Either you bow out gracefully. Bow out. Or you got to, like, fight them and beat. Even if you fight them and beat their ass, they can still come back with the jokes. Yeah, like, oh, you beat my ass. You might. But gotta, insert joke, joke, joke. Like, you know gotta, what I'm saying? You got to kill him. got to kill him. I mean, then you lose again. Yeah. Like, that nigga then tricked you off the streets. <laughs> and then you look like a weaker nigga for even going. Like, I can roast like you. Like, why he, why he killed a nigga that was being funny? I can roast you so bad. I know you pay, got all this money. I can roast you so bad that every time somebody see you with something new, they laugh at you. <laughs> like, look at this nigga. <laughs> like. Now, an incredible roasting pretty much lasts forever. That shit is damn near eternal. All right, man. So, look. I I don't want to play this whole thing. Put it like this. So so uh, one person said uh I spend more money on said item than you spend on your wife and kids. Right? That's cuz you bought you and bought her was, you ain't caught her. Huh. That's cuz you bought her you ain't Ooh. caught her. And then like, you know, it's some niggas out here who just got the bag. And it makes it really but but that's that is some truth to that. Like, there's a lot of bitches. Look, everybody got a price, and there's a lot of bitches out here that can be bought for a very reasonable price. But how long? I mean, how long? How much money you got to spend? <laughs> I mean, literally, niggas niggas can keep keep a bitch on the payroll. Like like it's it's. I'm not knocking niggas that trick or do what they. You know, I'm not I'm not here to judge. But it's like that's how a lot, that's how some niggas live now. Or you can catch on the other end. Like, look, if you got the gift of game, good personality, you a good time to be around. Shit, you can keep a bitch for a long fucking time, forever. Uh. So my ego won't allow me to pay for a woman. Or if. I had the inkling to think that the only reason one, I don't got no money. Okay, so oh, you got it. Nobody, you got, you got some paper. Nobody who's dealing with me is dealing with me for the money. If you've ever been to Jason's house, you know he got money. I don't have any money. You know what I'm saying? So this is more of a hypothetical conversation. Right, right. But like, if there was somebody I thought was with me because of what I had, that would fuck me up. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what now, I'm saying? What about if you just messing around with him? And it wasn't like serious where y'all trying to get together, but Still. she like, oh man, look at dude, car, he dressed nice, he got some Cardi's on, yeah. let me let me holler at him. But uh, but st- still, I don't want to get, I don't want to be used like a lame, because like, eventually that's what it's going to come to. You know, she, she going to want, no, you good, she going to want something, you know what I'm saying? She going to want something from this relationship other than just my time and attention. And I don't mean like buying gifts for a woman, but like she gonna want status symbol type shit. She gonna want, <laughs> bitch ain't gonna want just a bag. She gonna want a Chanel. She gonna want, you know, some something to prove. Because when you a nigga with money <clears throat> and a bitch wants you just for money, she wants something to, to, to make it feel like it's worth her while. She want that big ticket item. She want... You know, vacations to Cabo. I want a fucking, I want a fucking Birkin. I want you know, whatever a G wagon. She want all the bullshit to make it look like, you know, I'm getting. He not just he not just fucking me. I'm getting something for all of this. Yeah, I get that. Which that shit kind of wild to me because that basically, 
I know they say you're not supposed to like objectify a woman the whole nine yards, but when they say I got to get something out of it because you're having sex with me, that definitely puts a price on having sex with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I look, <laughs> look, I don't give a fuck. Sex a two way deal, bitch. We both getting something out of it. We both getting something out of it. Why I got to? Well, some would argue that they are not one. Like some women argue, I don't like, give a no. fuck. I don't give a fuck. If you didn't get yours out of it, fuck you. Okay, but now you, but now you also realize. I mean, do you basically admitting that it's not a it's not an even exchange? Well, no, I'm, it can be an even exchange. I'm saying if a bitch ride on Space Mountain, she got something out of it. <laughs> this oldest ride, longest line, she got something out of it. I get it. Now I don't know what she getting out of it with some other poop hut nigga, but yeah, Space Mountain. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I can. I don't think I can handle it. And it's gonna sound kind of wild. It's unnatural, man. Tricking is unnatural. Yeah, I mean, the, you gotta go through the fucking hunt. If you just set that shit up, and I, don't, I don't like on some primal, like on some animal shit, like nigga, I, it got to be a task for me to get this. Like it can't, I don't want it. If I don't gotta, I don't gotta try at all. What about like the? It's That's like, not. It's, I'm a. We are fucking animals in the, at the core of us, the primordial <laughs> level. Like yo. It's, it's it gotta it's, be a test. It's like one of these fantasy safaris. Like it's still a hunt. It's just a more calculated hunt. <laughs> you know, I know the lions are in this mile of acreage. I just put you here. They're going to come out. Now, Chris, you just got to shoot them. You're a married man. Yes. Was there a hunt for your wife? You know what I will say. <clears throat> so before I met my wife, right? Literally, I prayed for. Mm. The type of woman that she is, and she's more than that. Yeah. But before that, there was, you know, we got introduced by mutual friends, right? But there was sort of a hunt because when I met her, she was in between, you know, relationship that she just kind of broke out of. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna let you know that I'm that guy, right? So I got to respect, do something to, right? To, yeah, to, that, to that's bring it. You that's here. it. That's exactly what I did. And man. you got to stay for me. Because, yes. like, what if this money run out? Or right. what if this insert whatever here run out? Right. And I met my wife in college, man. I was working, like, making probably $9 an hour, you know what I'm saying, part-time. I didn't have a degree. I didn't have none of that, right? We were both in college at the same time. But, you know, she liked me for who I was and what she felt I would be. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's a, that, like, now, I'm not saying... So men, we do shit for women to get women attention, oh, like man. the nice car that we got and everything. <laughs> so it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a. Uh, we depth. So like when we say like, "Yo, I want the case," da da da. It's one of them things like, yeah, but I did also buy this nice things and this nice chain and this this because I want your at, at error a, of attention. At a certain point, I stopped tattooing my body for me and because I knew like a certain type. Like nigga, I was just I'm just leaving 7-Eleven and a woman like at 7-Eleven said some off the wall shit to me about me and my tattoos. I know it attracts a certain level of attention. I'll put it like this. You know, I wanted a bald head. I wanted to shave my head for a long time. Right? Mm-hmm. And um I used to ask my barber, he he wouldn't do the shit. So I kind of got it lower and lower. And then one day I went to a Pistons game. Matter of fact, I was at the Martin Lawrence came to Little Caesars Arena. He did his comedy joint, right? Right. And um, we all took a picture, and how the light shined on my head, it looked like my shit was bald. And I got a whole bunch of DMs 
about me shaving my head. And I was like, yes, shit was going the next week. <laughs> Immediately. Because <laughs> I, I wanted it, right? But as soon as I got the confirmation, like, I got a lot of DMs, all right? I was like, I'm doing it. But Immediately. Your, your line was doing something, too, though. Like, it was time. It was time. I ain't even trying to be a hater. I love you because you're my brother. But your line was doing something. I just grew my hair back when I had COVID. I didn't shave for a week. I got pictures, too. My shit back. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I literally, I didn't shave for a week, and, and my hair came in. Now, the shit gray as fuck. Like, it's really gray as fuck. I was like, yo. <laughs> yo, this, this shit is everywhere. You, so, so, like, I'm going through that with growing my beard back now. Like, it's getting super gray underneath. Did you ever have a vain moment you where you was like, you know, just for me? No. Beijing. I do pull gray hairs for my, my mustache that looks silly. Oh. Like, I'm straight <laughs> with grays down here. But, like, if it's just, like, one, it, it looked like. My, it looks silly, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All black, and then there's one line here. Like right. either I try to hide it. Like this shit gotta go because it just it don't look right. Okay. Now if they want to come in at the same time, more power to you. Right. But like this, that one gray hair sticking out. Like nah, get the fuck out of here. Okay. But in the beard, you know, it's a lot down there. You feel me? Uh, so what I mean by this, like, so it's a thin line. So are right, we buy all this fancy shit, uh, or? Things that we think fancy that's going to get the attention of the woman, uh-huh. right? So, so, two men. So, are we buying it for the attention of the woman or for that to actually get the woman? Because those are two different things. I just, I just say for me, like I, I feel like I know how to talk to people. I just need something to open up the conversation. Okay. If, once you start, I, I. <laughs> This may sound vain, but like as long as you like dick, you'll find something in Dame that you like. Like I can be charming, engaging, funny. Like as long as we open up the conversation and you kind and you in the men, like baby, I can probably make the connection. Like this is 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 literally not that difficult. Mm. So like uh, I want to play this audio, dog. Uh, I know it's gonna be kind of messy and shit, but uh, I want this. This really would make this conversation. I'm going to tell you this one time, Ross. You better stop fucking playing with me, man. You hear me? And mind your fucking business, man. Because you went on a nigga Instagram page commenting about me calling me out my name, my nigga, for no motherfucking reason at all. This how this shit started. So I'm going to tell you again, man. Leave me the fuck alone, man. I see your little funky ass video. I spend more money on my cow's hooves than you spend on your wife. You're probably right, nigga. Because I ain't bored of our quarter, nigga. She fuck with me because who I'm blessed to be, not because I bless her with a fee. But ain't you the nigga that's here? I put Molly all in that drink and she ain't even know it. Goddamn Ricky Raper, bitch. Huh? Stop talking about money, man. Because money don't unlame a lame, nigga. There's a lot of suck-ass niggas out here with money and you on the list. Matter of fact, you the captain of the Suckers with Money Association of America. All right, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, Gilly can go. Okay? Oh, uh, but you get, yeah. nah, I'm not picking sides between them because I, I like both of them. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you understand w- the conversation that we having is based on that. Right. Uh, but is it your fault if you blessed with a lot of money? You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, not, it's right. not your fault, but like I, I think that he makes a, a valid point. Like if <laughs> so a nigga that I feel like is an entertainer but probably got a little lame to him, I look at like a nigga like Drake. 
Mm. I feel like Drake. I is, really do feel that way. I feel like Drake is probably a ham ass nigga and was one before he had a little bit of money. And the reason that I say that is because it's not hard for this nigga to pick up like regular women. Right. Like he find a regular chick. You know, he can wine and dine them and turn it into something. But, like, when he go after bitches like Rihanna, like, they, they she be hoeing them. No, you she be hoeing them. When he, he went in for the kiss on stage and she gave that nigga the <laughs> yeah, cheek. Yeah, that, like, like the Grammys or BT oh, or something yeah. like that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she gave that nigga the So when it's a woman at his level that he, can't, that he can't put the money game on, it's like, I don't know. You can't, you can't, you can't. You know, so do the sweet n- talk to bitch like he he mm. he don't have it. That's a good question. So do the nigga with quote unquote all the money? Do we ever go after another woman who also got just as much money, or do we always go up after the low hanging fruit? I think for a nigga like Drake, I just be honest. I think that nigga. And, and not to say his his low hanging fruit it probably looks different than the average <laughs> niggas low right. hanging fruit that nigga low hanging fruit is high as fuck to right. me I, yeah. can't, I can't reach his low hanging fruit so but, let's right, just get right. that established but, okay. he can, yeah, yeah. but he can take that low hanging fruit polish her up a little you know put a little put a little money into her. It's like an old school. He find one with a good body, good engine. Nigga put a couple dollars into it. Now she is showroom. She is showroom classic. But again, a woman. I think it was Rihanna and somebody else. Nicki Minaj, women that are already at his level or higher, he can't he can't hold on to them. Yeah, and that would kill me. You know what I'm saying? This the, the I would want to be an industry nigga trying to holler at fucking Holly Berry, trying to holler at like super bad bitches that are already in. Now look, Taraji, Holly, Lotto, like I'm coming, I'm now coming. I, now I reference, I think that kind of shit is unnatural, and I'm, this is not these not absolute thoughts. We just, I mean, it's the barbershop. We just talking it right, right, right. But like, so we competing against other men, right? So when you buy the shiny thing, it's because I want the attention because I seen that women like the shiny thing. Yeah. So if my man over here yeah. got some shiny shit around his neck, and I saw that got some attention. Well, let me go get another shiny thing, right? So the nigga with money, is he wrong for playing the game? Like, oh, shit, this is what they like? Well, let me go get it so I can be the alpha. Like, I can be the top of, I can be the apex predator because, all right, we know they like shiny shit. You got something shiny. My shit shinier. Right. So do we fought the man for, like, for doing that? Because technically I'm playing the game, the same game. I'm just playing it better than you. Bro, I, I I did it, man. I think years ago, early in my twenties, you know what I'm saying? I'm got a little bit of money. I ain't balling nothing like that. But, you know, I was at sometimes renting cars, like yeah. luxury cars, right? And I pulled up at the gas station, chick who I knew, she saw me in the car, no play when I knew her, but when she right. saw me in this car, oh hey Chris, what's up? This, 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 and that. And I'm like, I'm gonna play the game. Yeah, yeah. what's up? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So Hey, and so, I knew that cards attract attention, so yeah. yeah. So Gilly, you know, he said like, "Yo, because I I, I I caught her, I didn't buy." Her. But like, if you play the game that way, is it really wrong? I think I think the game is the game. It's all yeah. fair. It's all fair. You use the tools that you have to to hunt the game that you're looking for. Facts. You don't go hunting a motherfucking buffalo with a with a BB gun. You you get the big weapon yeah. to knock down the big game. Right, right. That's yeah, yeah. that's just how this shit go. Yeah. Strategy. Now, yeah. <laughs> you don't go kill, you don't go looking to kill a lion with a nine millimeter. Right, right. You gotta knock that motherfucker off his square. So I mean you, you gotta get the big a, gun. You also don't take a, a three oh eight to go shoot squirrels. 
Cause like yo nigga You kinda overdoing it Nigga Why, yeah. you, why you got the grenade For a squirrel my nigga Like yeah. you know what I'm saying Cause like now you This ain't Now hunting. you're making a scene This ain't hunting nigga You just This murder right, right, right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying uh-huh. Like you take all the skill Out of it The the, the you It ain't even the playing field So now you take the skill Out I of mean, it I mean Ain't not ain't But like so for me Every now and again You got a night Where you just got You gotta kill something Yeah <laughs> now, You gotta kill the something The reason I said that Is because I said my ego Wouldn't allow it Ego ain't like a great thing, like because I'm just I'm just acknowledging that I do have one. You know what I'm saying? We all got one. Uh, anyway. So like I like if you only wanted me for insert thing, yeah. Unless that insert thing is something that I want you to want me for. Okay, so I look at it on that end. You you only wanted me for one thing, but like shit, nigga. I only I'd, 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 I'd have been I'd have been in situations like look, I only. Shit, I ain't trying to lease it. I just want to try it out. I just yeah. want to ride it around the block. Yeah, for sure. Just to, not to necessarily even brag, but you exchange know, and goods, I know. This is an exchange of goods and services versus whatever. Yeah, I'm not trying to turn this into a long-term relationship. Like, look, I saw it. I wanted to try it. <laughs> we both we both knew what we had to do in this situation. It's done with. Yeah. So is it that your ego... Wouldn't allow it in a situation where you have genuine feelings and you want something long term. But if you knew it was just, you know, Not like playing you, the game. If yeah. I'm like, if like you wouldn't fuck with me if I didn't give you this money. And the only reason I'm about to hit it or I'm about to get whatever I want from you is okay. because I got this money. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I feel like I feel like a lame. You I know see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. Right. So I, I'm not really that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's only because of this. I, I have You're a, just not that nigga to her. You know what I'm saying? And you That's can't, what I'm saying. And you can't let one, you know, I ain't going to let one kill knock me off my square. But. Yeah, <laughs> but like that, you know, I think it'll be hard for me to reconcile. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it clear. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't been put in that position quite yet. Cause right, right. I ain't got no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? But like. You got a couple dollars. I've been I mean, to your house. It's all relative. All right. In the grand scheme of things, nigga, we all poor, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm poor, okay? In the grand scheme of things. If I work for three months, I'm fucked the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Never mind. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I just thought that was interesting, you know what I'm saying, the whole conversation. And then, like, listen, uh, I think Ross should leave Gilly alone. Not because, like, Gilly's going to, like, beat him up or do something. Or out-rap something, him. Or out-rap him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gilly can rap, but not Gilly like can that. rap, but, like. But, like, you're not about to out-music career him or anything like that. But, like, yo, yo, Gilly. And guess what? Ross is an entertaining nigga. He is. He's we're, funny. We're, we're sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> because all this week, I'm be looking at my crypto and all my other shit like, yo, where's that? Yeah. Where it go? You know what I'm saying? But whatever. What happened to NFTs? I feel like. <laughs> Ross in that one, that one drop killed crypto and NFTs immediately. Because you don't hear niggas talk about none of that shit no more. But he's a he's a very entertaining nigga. I didn't listen to this. I, I, you know, I got the audio books, the yeah. whole nine yards. I, I I'm a fan of Ross. You feel me? But Gilly funny though. He like he funny funny. Yeah. yeah. And just that little video that I had to stop because it get because it got worse. Like, I don't think if only thing that you can come back with is my I feel like that's the retreat. 
Like yeah. when when you start when <laughs> that's like turn the beat on. Like that that's that's the retreat. Like nigga, your bank account. Well, yeah, my bank account might never be what yours is. That's like but, nigga, but but nigga, but if we fight, I I knock your ass out. But yeah. your broke ass up, nigga. Because <laughs> because the nigga with money and you you talking about fighting and shit. You be like nigga, shut your dumb ass up with your broke ass. And like you can get a nigga out the paint. Yeah, just off the gift of gab. Like if you just got this one thing. Mm. That you hold. Once I neutralize that one thing, what you about to? You don't have nothing. That's right. Yeah. You don't have nothing. I just don't want. I, I think Raw should stop. Don't entertain. Because <laughs> yeah. go, go on tomorrow. I'll be like, hey, it was fun while it lasted, and move on to the next thing, Y'all nigga. Get on the phone. So you know, somebody dropped in the pod like, yo, I, I'm about to start a podcast. Now, Ross, why you want to start a podcast? Because. Gilly got the podcast. So you being petty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Ain't got like, yo, you can name the podcast. Like, now, I don't know if Gilly want to be petty with a nigga with a lot more money than him. Yeah. He, he can start making shit difficult for you, possibly. But if I get on the internet and have niggas laughing at you. Right. It, but it, it's still the same thing. You can make things difficult with money. But an organic movement and people just being naturally, when you get the love of people naturally behind you, that's a, fact. That's a force that you that money can't fuck with. That's when right. you got the love of shop talk behind you, right? Like, we got some loyal listeners. Loyal listeners who see other niggas who start podcasts and they them bitches shop talk, knowing that we've been here for six years, niggas tag me and shit like, what is this fake shit? I be like, I don't know who these people are, but I'm fairly sure they know who we are. Because yeah. you probably tried to get the name and you couldn't get the name. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anywhere. I don't know. Anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why people would try to. Uh, and you're in the same city that we're in. Gain um, notoriety off our likeness. But when they go to search for your podcast that you try to get off uh, with the name Shop Talk in it, they're going to find us. If you go to Apple and type in Shop Talk, we're gonna be the first thing to come up. Nick, remember when niggas stole story time with Dame and like what had that shit had my name in their hashtag and you pull up their story and like nigga, I'm I'm here too. You know what I'm <laughs> I was here first. Organic, I discovered America. Organic love is it's the best That's thing. The best thing, man. It's the best thing when you have organic. Uh I think it's something wrong with people like that though. Like something going on in your brain, like when you if you're trying to start a different business or you're trying to start an entity and um, you got a couple businesses. Yeah. When you going to look for a business name, did you did were you able to, to snatch the first name that you thought of, or was it ava- was it not available? It wasn't available. And I then had, what you do? Uh, I went and just tried to go back to the lab, man, and figure out something that really encompassed what I wanted the brand to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you look for something and it's already it's already there. Guess what? Uh, I've had businesses since I'm 18, 19 years old. When we was doing music real heavy, you know what the the name uh my record company was? Black Wall Street. Then guess who came out? Game. <laughs> the game yeah. came out. Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. The intro song to this podcast is made by at the time Petey Pistols, but PDPI. You know Game had an artist named Pistol Pete on Black Wall Street? Gotta be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And I'm like, fuck. And guess what we had? Guess what I did? I changed the fucking name. To something else, mm-hmm. Black City Government. That's what it was. That's we put albums and shit out because, like, once you like, oh shit, somebody got this shit already. Right. I wasn't quick enough. I pivot. Yep. Pivot, my nigga. I'm just saying, pivot. Pivot. 
but like organic love is one thing that you that you that you that you need man and uh i want them not to beef no more i mean i won't call it beef because it's not beef right but uh the public shit is it's 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 very entertaining because gilly is an entertaining nigga he's an entertaining person so uh in any event man we got a special guest in the building uh you know how many cast tech alumni come through this studio it's the it's the launching pad for black excellence in the city of detroit plain and simple i have no qualms about that it's like a it's it's a fraternity i know cast doesn't have an official fraternity right but it's a fraternity it is and like we say it proudly it's yeah. it's it's <laughs> like i've Nigga, a, a nigga in my class won a Pulitzer Kobe. Prize. Yeah. Won a fucking Pulitzer Prize. A nigga that I went to classes with won a Pulitzer. Like, it's, it's the launch pad for black excellence. It's the incubator for black success here in Detroit. Plain and simple. I do think it's a it's a powerful networking force, man. Uh, like, they you stick around for, for forever. You know what I'm saying? My okay. parents met at Cass. You feel oh, me? Wow, yeah. man. I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm alive because they went to high school <laughs> together at Cass. I got a, I got one of the original bricks from the original Cass when they tore it down at the crib because I'm like, yo, this is it's part, part of, of your my, history. It's part of my history. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went here too, but my parents went to this place and that's how I got here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Like, so I got a piece of it because it's just near and dear to my heart. Yeah. You feel me? Um, we came out the same year, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh and uh, you know, we reached out, we we connected a year or so ago on Clubhouse. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Clubhouse I do. Yeah, man. Like thing you, you, man you thought Clubhouse was gonna be that thing. <laughs> I knew it was a piece of shit. Yeah. I knew it. I mean, niggas be on there every day. Wow. Yeah. But I, I don't be on there. Anymore. I don't. At first, I was addicted to it. Man. It was it was Bro, really addictive. I was on there like seven, eight, nine. Dang, what they saying? Who gonna be on here today? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was it really drew in. Yeah. It so it suffered the same effect that all these social networks um, suffer is you trying to monetize it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love Gary V. I think he, you know, really motivating everything. Yes. Yeah. But I hate what he do to social media because mm-hmm. he just tells everybody he ruins social media brands. I know that sounds wild, but he tells everybody how to monetize TikTok, how to monetize Instagram, yeah. how to monetize this. And then the users who just want to be users, we get bombarded with ads and fake ads and real ads. And now we was talking earlier in one of these group chats. I get on Instagram and all I see is content. Oh, yeah. Where the regular post at? That's right. Yeah, man. Everything is air quotations content. I don't want out. I thought y'all had a birthday party. Where your birthday party at? <laughs> right, right. Only time I see regular content is on Easter, Mother's Day, Christmas. Right. <laughs> Other than that, it's a. That's right. It's an advertisement. It's a a, a, a voiceover or side by side. Me like, fam, what? I don't I don't want that. Yeah, man. But it's coin it's coin and content. That's why it's coin and content. Everybody not getting coins. Not everybody, but you. No, the majority of people not getting coins. <laughs> you just, you just get a million views, uh, saying insert funny thing here. But like you're not getting paid off of that. Insert no, regular most, person. Most niggas aren't a, getting paid, but there you don't is even have a business account there, on there's, Instagram. There's a the free. They they pay they pay niggas to make reels on Instagram. 
like it's it's money and couples and love on Insta. Like there's your money timeline. out there. No, your timeline with the regular people that you follow. That's not. I, I don't. I don't post. Like I'm not in the school of thought where everything that I feel about my day is content. Like nigga, I posted a video on TikTok that got like 500 likes, and I was they got a bunch of views. I don't want to say likes. Got a bunch of views, and I'm just like, this is just normal shit for what I do. For me, my day is just like well, mundane I mean, and boring. Yeah. But like for somebody else, like they. They interested in what the fuck is going on. But what I mean, your timeline, not what you post, but like what you see when you scroll, right? The people that you just live, that you know in real life, these niggas don't got no million dollar brand deals. They just, the nigga that live down the street who doing a side-by-side video of something. Just laughing and looking stupid. Or <laughs> the the thing that seems to come across my view a lot on TikTok, like I like to try new restaurants and shit. I like to go different Love. places and eat. But like... I don't want to see just regular Detroit chick that look like every hundred Detroit chicks sitting by herself eating and critiquing food. Like, baby, you're not a food critic. You, right. you, you, you ordered, you ordered a motherfucking muffin and a chai tea. Like that's, that's, that's not giving me a food critique. Yeah, like right. that's you. That's just you taking pictures with your phone out. Like you look cute. You got on a good outfit, but I don't care what your thought process that's what pissed me off about we'll just I just want to go there just for a second. That's what pissed me off. Certain content creators and the ego of you thinking that you are so much more important and influential just because you buy boutique outfits and you wear 40 inches of a, 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 a fucking stallion here. Like you're I mean followers they got because they could be quite more influential than the next person. Look, man, if you <laughs> And this is just my I'm just a, a West Side loudmouth nigga with an opinion. But like if you if you muddling around fifteen hundred to thirty two hundred motherfuckers, like bitch, them them niggas you went to school with and work with, like they follow you because you cute and you got you show a little piece of ass every now and again. <laughs> That's a fact. It's not that like you are you are giving earth shaking and groundbreaking opinions. Like your titties sit up nice when you put on that fifty dollar bra and you know how to form coherent like sentences. The cold, the, the cold women online who got all the followers, they mostly men because they follow you for a certain reason, and like depending on what content that you post. So like, so you got, let's say, I want to know somebody's real name. Uh, insert video vixen girl here or local city vixen girl here with 20,000 followers. Every time she posts a picture of herself, it gets 8,000, 4,000, 10,000 likes right. the whole nine yards. And then she posts a picture of your event because you paid her to 200 likes. Right. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Instagram not even putting that shit in front of people because Instagram knows where the ass and titties at. They put, yeah, they they put the ass out there. <laughs> that's they right. Put, they know the ass breaking in the trap. They know what's in your stories. <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. Because if the first, the next thing in your stories ain't something popping, I, it's not even coming up in that line. Yep. I know if depending on what I put in my stories, if it's going to get views or not. And like it had disappeared after that first one. Oh no, nah. the second one ain't what I thought it was. We not gonna. It's crazy. So now everybody is trying to play fucking uh, doing some arithmetic and trying to figure out what to post and when to post. That's right. That this is a this a fake pseudo. I don't want to be. I this is my struggle with social media right now. If I didn't have to be on it, 
I probably wouldn't be on it no more. Okay. Because I, me personally, I don't want to be a brand. You know, I want to be a person. It's funny because I just got a new phone this week, and I, I need to shop talk law again because I ain't been able to post shit. But I just got a new phone this week, and, like, I can't get into my Facebook. I done tried to reset it. Where's your old phone? I still got it, but I'm not. I had logged out thinking that I moved everything over and I can't get into Facebook now. And I know there's a process for me to go through to try and get that access back. But I've been off of Facebook a week and I don't get no fuck. Like, I don't want to be connected to Facebook. If it wasn't for This Week in Culture Facebook group, I 100 percent wouldn't be on Facebook. This is literally the only reason. Facebook to me is like getting the yellow pages on your front porch. Now, like only old people use that shit like no, that. But li- you know, Facebook niggas be on Facebook all day, every day. Facebook yeah. really do be popping. You're gonna get more engagement on Facebook because our age group what? is on Facebook. Yeah, I never yeah. post on Facebook. I never post something this week. Say something wild. Just to post a comment, say something wild. Watch how much engagement you get. Oh yeah. So it, it, Facebook really I don't post a lot. But I'll be like, what y'all niggas talking about on Facebook? And I put that bitch in like in chronological order. Right. I'll be like, yo, who the fuck knew all this shit was going? People be on Facebook. Yeah, never ending timeline, man. And I was I've been on Facebook ever since like 05 or something like yeah. that. But lately I've been, you know, decreasing my time on there, man, because every time I roll on there, somebody has passed away. It's mm. some negative stuff. It's yeah. some drama, man. I'm like, I need to watch what I consume, man, right. because when you consume that stuff, man, it gets into your mind, it gets into your subconscious, and it can change the, your brain structure, right? So I'm just not on it as much, man, but I need to be on there because I need to promote my brand, I need to promote my book, I need to let people know who I am and give inspiration and things like that, but honestly, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't be on there as much as like you, but for me, it's the trauma and the drama and the, you know, all the negative stuff that comes along with it. Let's talk about that a little bit because one of the the many things that you do, mindset coach. Yeah. How does, how how do you think social media is impacting people's mindset? Man, in a very, very, very negative way. I tell you that because um, for me, it it was impacting my mindset, man. Um, Years ago, I would get on social media, man, and I was seeing like other people that we're doing all of these amazing things, right? Because social media is your highlight reel for the most part, yeah. right? Unless you may want some empathy or you're going through something, you put that on there. And I was actually devaluing who I was, right? Dang, mm. this person got a $5 million contract. They just started their business last year. And I'm like, dang, Chris, where are you at? Why aren't you there, right? So it impacts people negatively, man, because you're seeing everybody else's highlight reel and whatever you're doing, you don't think that it's enough. Yeah. Right. And not only that, you're getting all of this information that you're consuming that may not be good for your mental health, man. I mean, as a result of me, like going through depression years going to college and stuff like that, man, I started to study neuroscience to find out how the brain works mm. and how it can benefit me, man. And I realized that certain information that you consume over and over and over again Literally, you are literally changing the physical structure of your brain based on that information. Wow. And so that caused me to really be more, you know, selective about about what I listen to. But yeah, social media, man, you know, um, and a lot of people, you know, we have been, I believe, programmed as a society to want to get the drama. And that's what brings ratings, right? News stations, 24-hour news cycle. Somebody died. Somebody got raped. Somebody, you know, jumped off a building. This is going on. This person got shot. You know, because that is what we've been conditioned to. And they feed it to us over and over and over again. And then 
that's what we began to want. Like, okay, yeah, give it to me. You giving it to me, you gave it to me. It's in my subconscious, in my brain. I want more of it. Right, so I think it's uh, I think it's impacting people in a negative way, man. Mm. And I experienced it myself too. Man, I be trying to hack my timeline on Instagram, uh, so I started following like a bunch of positive affirmation pages and shit like that, and liking those, mm-hmm. right? Or going and, and searching specific. Like at one point, this was my timeline used to look like gym shoes, and even on the main explorer page, that's when you know your your algorithm switch. Yeah. It was gym shoes, it was guns. And it was some rap, some rap shit. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's, it's a bunch of random shit. You, I, you almost. I gotta search for certain shit, <laughs> search right, for certain right. hashtags, yeah. and then start liking a bunch of pictures uh-huh. with shoes and like, so they can be like, oh, this is what. Oh, let me send, let me send some more shit. Yep. So I started because like I don't follow none of the shade room pages, the mm-hmm. spiritual word or world or whatever the fuck. I don't know why that shit called spiritual world because right. uh, ain't nothing spiritual. Nah, about it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I started following like black men don't cheat uh, and a but and every nigga deserves. Uh, I don't know if you know that page, but no, I never seen that page. Man. I'm gonna check it out. Let me go to every nigga deserves. Yeah, this is one of my. I love favorite. every nigga deserves. This is one of my favorite pages. I'm gonna check it out. One hundred percent. Let me see what they on today. Every nigga deserves to start right where you are, my nigga. All right, today every nigga deserves community. Um. Every nigga deserves a check-in. Every nigga deserves peace. Every nigga deserves to make it home. Every nigga deserves financial freedom. Every nigga deserves to dream big. Like, I just be trying to, I need some positive shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I follow one like positive black families. Like, on my timeline, I see a man, a woman, and a child. They black and they married and they together and they not beefing and they not talking about $200 dates. And they're not talking about who met, who who paid a bill. Like, I want to see some positive shit on my timeline. So the next time I see that topic come up, I have something very mean I'm going to say. Add it to the million other yeah. niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Another, like, that's the whole part. That's the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to hold back on it. I have like something. With inflation, nigga, $200 dates in 2022 is 80 bucks <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, it's shit costs more. Yeah. Shit costs more. When I see niggas talking about going half on the rent, it's probably a good fucking idea that you all go half on the goddamn rent. It's it's a good fucking idea. You know what frustrates me about that topic is black people in general. How we talking about how we supposed to um Use group economics, and we supposed to lift each other up, and we should everybody. Niggas don't believe that shit. You won't do that shit. I am the general. Y'all niggas are the general manager of Liz. You don't believe that shit. You talking about group economic economics? You won't do that shit in your own fucking house. You want the whole neighborhood to everybody to come in and support your local t shirt business? Now we gotta come together. You won't come together with your wife. Your wife or your wife won't come together with you. Get her to get her to I, I, I saw a meme this week that like a man wanting to be taken care of, they call it a hobosexual. Wow. <laughs> a woman wanting to be taken care of is a relationship. <laughs> because I'm just gonna go there real oh, quick. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I, when, I, I won't I'm on peace. 
<laughs> I'm on violence. When did we get to a certain point? Like, what is the age of where a woman gets to in her life where she's like, I don't want to work no more. I just want to be, I just want to stay at home and be kept. Because, bitch, bitch, you're 35. Like, your days of being a trophy wife are behind you. Mm. You need to learn how to be a good helper in the motherfucking house. And the way to be a helper in the house is take your fat ass to work every fucking day. And work overtime when they offering it. I don't want to hear that shit. A lot of y'all, <laughs> Lord Jesus, go ahead. Dave. <laughs> a lot of y'all thoughts just and pay, opinions are <laughs> shop talk podcast. We a unit, nigga. A lot of y'all are just. <laughs> a lot of y'all are just like just 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 be for real. You passed your prime. You passed your prime. You were a bad bitch in two thousand. Well, let's let's let's. You were a bad bitch in nineteen ninety nine. You're time a, out, time out, time out. You're not. You're not anymore. But they make be, bad bitches every year. But let's be real though. We talking about black women. Black women be like twenty five for ten for fifteen years. Black but, women look good at yes. thirty five. They still look good. So you, you don't be like at thirty five. No, no, no. It's I, like I, I, it's all st- downhill because you, you still look cold. You still look good, but you the old bitch in the club now. They make a new one of you every year. They coming out of Spelman every fucking year. Strapped the fuck up. Why they smart? I, nigga, they can go to Wayne State. They can go to Wayne County. They can but go to a, Oakland. But does a twenty-two-year-old woman want a forty-year-old man? Are you speaking? For- to, are you speaking to me? I'm talking about in general. Oh, does a twenty-two-year-old woman want a forty-year-old man? I mean, we had that conversation earlier. Maybe, maybe it might take a little enticing. But I'm fairly <laughs> sure a forty-year-old man want a thirty-five-year-old woman because that thirty-five-year-old woman still five years his junior and she still look cold. I mean, some you know of what I'm saying? Some of y'all. Some of y'all, some of y'all play them games. I mean, it, it, it even out sometimes, but I, I feel you hundred percent. Some of y'all, I understand where you're coming from. Go to work. Go yeah, to work. This, this ain't you know. This, my parents are baby boomers, man. They was born in the forties, so this ain't forties. Yeah, they was born in the forties, man. So this is not like back then, right? My grandmother never worked, and you know, on both sides, it didn't work. work. Right? You see, well, what I'm let saying? me rephrase that. And your grandfather could probably feed a family of twelve for seven dollars yeah. a week, <laughs> right? <laughs> so listen, right. This is what I think went wrong. I talked to my dad uh, a couple weeks ago. He bought uh, one. There was no credit score before nineteen eighty nine. Mm. That's a fact. Credit scores didn't exist before nineteen eighty nine. So the reason that your grandma and your granddad and all them niggas had a house because all they needed was two check stubs yep. and they had a fucking house. By the way. So my parents said in 1981, they bought the house that we grew up in for $17,000, which in 81 is probably a lot of it's a lot of money. Yeah. Right. So. But it was is different because 10 years later and when you went to the 90s and the economy is different, your mortgage is still based off of 1981. Right. So right. things could be like. So, for example, I bought a house in 2020 before. All this crazy shit started happening yeah. before the interest rates and everything, everything went up. Your interest rate, I remember, went down my like within the rate, first year. Yeah, my shit went down. You know what I'm saying? I got my shit refined. It went down. So my mortgage for the next 30 years is going to be based off the 2020 economy. Yeah. So I, everything is going up inflation-wise, not my mortgage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Okay. So it's a good thing that people buy and everything like that. But there was a myth that happened, which is why I think we're in the situation that we're in of this because um, black people in in mass we didn't have the same relationship where men went to work women stayed at home and took care of everything because contrary to black belief contrary to popular belief 
that women's liberation movement ain't had shit to do with black people. That was all white women. Black, your grandma took care of them white people's kids. Your grandma worked. My grandma worked. My grandma worked for Chrysler. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather worked for Ford. My grandma worked for Chrysler. Now, she retired. Mm-hmm. And when we was coming up, grandma was always at home because grandma was retired. Right. Not because grandma didn't work. Getting a check. Back in the day, grandmas were older. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it looked like your grandma was at home and granddad took care of everything because they was retired, my nigga. Black women. Women was going to work. You was ironing clothes. You was Washing clothes, you was the, like, we didn't have the luxury of. So if working it was good enough for your motherfucking granny is good enough for no, your what, ass. What I'm just saying is they be like, well, yo, you know what I'm saying? The, in the traditional home, the man is supposed to stay home and take care of all the bills. That was a white society where white women couldn't work. We was indentured servants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, you was sharecropping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a situation where you weren't working. Your ass was out there in the You was sharecropping. Paying the white man mm-hmm. for all the fruits and vegetables and all the shit you get like it wasn't a situation where there was just one person working and two took care of everything. That was late. Now after grandma retired and granddad probably still was at work, <laughs> like yeah. it's just different. And now and when women didn't have rights and couldn't work, and it's like, well, the man was working because you couldn't go to work until after the Civil War. Not the Civil War, I'm sorry. Uh, the Rosie, the Riveter, all that shit. Like, when niggas was at war, women had to go to work and go into different factories. Like, y'all had to work by default because all the niggas was fighting. So, and then y'all stayed in the workforce. And that changed the dynamic of everything. And women started, was like, well, nigga, I got money. Nah, I don't got to stay. Yeah, and it's the paradigm of, okay, if you're a man and you have a family and you can't afford to you know have your wife stay at home then somehow that makes you less of a man if both of y'all working which is bs right i mean chris i got three baby mamas and i'm uh, i will never get on this show and dog them they are incredible women they're incredibly strong women they take amazing care of of the children that i have spread across the city but God damn it, they need to work <laughs> at all fucking times. At all fucking times, I need them working. I found out my ex-wife wouldn't work, and I got her interview in two days. I need you on your feet. I need you working. Work. God damn it. It's different, it's, man. It's yeah, my a, wife. It's good know, for you. And, and she, like, both my wife and I work, right? She's a master's level therapist. She worked for the VA. I work for DOD, man, and my wife. But she's the type of woman where, hey, I want to work. Some days she'll be like, yeah, you know, I'll you know, be cool being to stay home. But she wants to work. She's like, hey, you supporting the household? I want to support the household. I want us both to build together yeah. based on our strength. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have no problem with that. Right? I'm, I'm cool with that. And it doesn't make me less of a man because my wife works. Shoot, we both got student loans. Two incomes is better than one. Yeah. That's yeah. the, the 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 gap in between black folks and white co- white black people and white people income is single parent homes versus two parent homes. That's mm-hmm. where the gap come from. That's right. It ain't that they white. It ain't the the, the man or whatever. It's because two incomes more than one. Take your ass to work. Oh, that means get married. <laughs> actually, <laughs> and make sure she go to work every motherfucking day. <laughs> now, granted, if 
you got enough money to take care of everything. I don't want her going to work just because. Right, yeah. It's cold as fuck outside. Why are you getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning knocking snow out your car just because? Why, not, why ain't you getting on? up and knocking exactly. the snow off, Jason? Right. But, I mean, if if, if if somebody got enough to take care of it and not struggling and all that shit like that, right. I mean, don't go to work just because you don't want to. I don't care if you at work or right. not. <laughs> I'm not about to. Right. Oh, nigga, you going to do something? Right, like, right. Eh, yeah. If I got it, I got it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. like, it don't make you less of a man right. um, in an economy that we live in right now where the housing market is going up. Everything is overpriced. Interest rates at an all time high. Mm-hmm. You, you got to pay. You got to pay for it. <laughs> I could afford it when I was living by myself. Right, right. Okay? Now I got exactly. a family. We got to get a bigger crib. It's a little different. Right, right. I was yeah. straight when it was my just food. Jason. Was, right, it was just Jason. Right, right, right. And I know how much lights and gas I use by right. myself. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's one of those things. So you started, uh, you started noticing the impact social media was having on you. And uh, you started... Uh, figuring out how the brain works and, and yeah, stuff like that. I did. How did it come to the point where you you wrote a book? Uh, man, well, actually, back in college, my early two thousands, I went through uh, deep depression, man, mm-hmm. deep depression. I mean, it was to the point where, you know, my depression had turned into anxiety disorder. I was getting like an hour and a half of sleep a night, wasn't eating right, gaining weight. Uh, considered suicide, had, you know, set up my plan and just didn't do it, man. So I got in therapy, got my spiritual foundation right. Mm. And um, yeah, I was about to get kicked out of college, man, all types of stuff, man. And so I was able to get my spiritual foundation right. And then in therapy, my therapist kept talking about mindset and, and positive thinking and perception and things like that, man. So over time, you know, through therapy, through prayer, through my own work, I was able to get my mind right, man. And I realized that, you know, once I got that piece right and I knew how to use my brain to help me, I said, man, it, it totally changed my life, man. I mean, being through depression, anxiety disorder and changing my mindset about different things like my faith and life finances and even belief in myself just caused me to just, I mean, skyrocket throughout my life, man. And I realized that if I can do that, I know that if I get into mindset and help other people to do that same thing, man. They can be unstoppable too. And I want to help other people to do that. Okay. Man, that's one of those things I, you know, I didn't ever understand when you were younger, you hear my grandma say like, um, power, positive thinking. That's my mama thing, um, man. They have prayed it out. You know, I'm glad I woke up in the right mind this morning. And like the mind is so powerful. Like woke up in the wrong mind. Dog, it's a lot of motherfuckers waking up every day out they shit in the wrong mind, on the wrong side of the bed, and on the wildest time they can fucking find. Yeah. And we see it every day in the in the news, all these crazy stories. Like it used to be, you know, we fr- we are from Detroit, and when you live here, you understand Detroit is a relatively dangerous place. Yeah, but when it you're ain't relatively dangerous, it's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> it's dangerous, <enough>. right? It's <laughs> dangerous. But like you might hear about maybe one or two murders. Like niggas is dropping five, six bodies a day. Yeah, and the hotter it get, the I'll wilder what. these niggas start heating up and getting wilder. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
I gotta stop following these pages. But all like the crime Detroit, in the D, oh crime man, in the D, yeah. Metro Detroit yeah. news, all them shits. Yeah, man. I don't know if I need to see everything, bro. I, I had to it's stop following everything. I had to stop following them, bro. I, I know the to. news make it look bad. This to. shit worse than watching the news because not only is this shit coming, it's coming from people with cell phones, <laughs> and right. then the people in the niggas comments, with ring cams, and then niggas in the comments telling you exactly what happened. Who knows these? Oh, nigga, that's such and such. Gosh, yo, this shit is wild, bro. Like this. Listen, dog, when you go home at night and you close your front door, fam, it's about three and a half inches of wood and or metal that separates you from all that crazy shit outside. It's not that, it's not that big of a barrier. Dog. It's the purge going on outside. Like, we think, le- legit. We think we be safe inside. And for the most part, people don't want to go that close into your home unless they're trying to break in right. because it's, it's, it's more dangerous for them. But fam, when that door closed, it's it's going it's, it's hot outside. It's, it cra- it's crazy that you mention that because my neighbor flagged me down the other day when I was leaving. I was coming back in from work. She said, "Hey, I want you to see something," and she showed me her ring cam and how she got a camera on the end of her porch that's facing like towards her driveway, but you can see my front door and my in my driveway. She's like, "I want you to see this." About four o'clock in the morning, maybe. Let's say when I think it was like Wednesday. It's it's a group of four young niggas. They jumping out of cars and they just twisting front door knobs to see if the door if if the front door is open. Wow. She showed me that shit. These it's two niggas on my porch twisting my fucking front door knob. Now, you you know I lock the door every night. I'm not necessarily and they they appeared to be kids, but like and 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 I got a dog too. So like. Typically, the dog will pick up any bullshit before I hear it. That's why I don't. My dog don't sleep in the cage. He sleeps. I know that's a, he. He can roam low sleep right next to the front door. So I mean, you come in if you want to. And like, yeah. that's my first. That's the first line of defense for me too. I know if yeah. I know if he get disturbed, like something something live, going on. I live by myself. Anybody else in this? Anybody else in this house is in the same bed with me. Yeah. <laughs> so if if the dog go crazy. Some is somebody getting hurt. So uh, and I and I mean it was just you know this is just a Wednesday night and young niggas is twisting the door to see if the front God. motherfucking door is open. Wow. God forbid I forget to I come in late forget to lock the front door or some shit and these these young niggas would have walked in and I'm in the bed sleep. I gotta I, I I gotta try to kill you, right? Yeah, because it's one thing you breaking in cars and shit like that. But if you bold enough for y'all to go inside of a home, you ready to do damage. Yeah, no doubt. I have to. Literally, this is my castle. Yeah. I have to protect. You know, my house sit far back. Yeah. If my ring camera go off at night, you way like there. There is not <laughs> just a mistake. How your prop, just how your property line is. It's, not, it's, it's, there, it's, it's impossible for it to be you, a mistake. They've breached the fortress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's impossible for it to be a mistake. It's a cold red situation. Like, motherfucker, if a nigga just knock on your door, like, you know they coming. Like, you don't, not to give your, like, you you just don't stumble on your front porch. Like, if you knock on the front door, like, nigga, you meant to knock on this door. It's like, Mm -hmm. there ain't no accidental, the front door went off. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not an accident. It's, It's impossible for it to be an accident. So, it's a crazy world outside. It's impossible for it to be an accident when I shoot your ass when you come in. Hey, it's a lot going on outside that impacts our mental health. It is. It is because it's not normal, man. Like 
everything that's been going on this week. Um, we was talking about last week or the last two weeks about that one of the one of the crazy niggas shooting with an AK in front of the house. They found the police officer's body in Stople Park. Um, the the one that was missing. It's literally right across the street from a young lady I used to kind of keep company with. Wow. Like, literally directly across from her front door. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, A young lady fell from a 12th uh, floor apartment building last night. People say they heard noises and commotion prior to the fall. Like, we people not well. We yeah. mentioned it on a on a pod. Like I think some things are mental health, and then other things is spiritual health. No doubt. And we really battling battling a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's in that that goes on. So do people come to you uh, being like a mindset coach? How does that work? Is that like a telephone conversation? Is that an in person conversation? Zoom or how does that, how does that work? Uh, yeah, right now I've been doing the Zoom, and they'll come to me, and you know they will have some type of issue that they're having, whether it's limiting beliefs or you know they want to be able to make more money or they're fearful about doing something that'll catapult their lives or something like that. Man, who will actually sit down and map out like what their issue is, what the problem is, and then we'll map out a strategy for. Forum and uh, we'll go through weekly sessions. You know, I got like a six-week session, eight-week session, 11-week session, and we'll just go through, talk about it, map out a plan, and uh, I'll hold them accountable. So each week also I'll call you, hey, did you do this, did you do that, why not? And we continue to go through that cycle, man. Let's talk about this book. Yeah. So, man, this is this book was like, I just finished it this year, actually, man. Mm. And, uh, you know, I got a copy for you, Jay. I got a copy for you. Oh, man, thank yeah, you so doubt, much. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I just, I just finished it this this year, man, like back in March. and um, Control your mindset to control your life. How to develop and maintain a positive mindset to live the life you want. Yep, and that, that book was like 19 years in the making, man, because um, I took everything that I went through. Yeah. Like when I was going through depression, when I was flunking out of school, and I didn't believe I could really do anything to be successful, man. And I actually took that, all of that information, what I did what I studied, my experiences, and I put as much of it as I could in that book, man, to help other people who want to have a better mindset, man, yeah. because mindset is, is everything. That's where it all begins. You know what I'm saying? When y'all first started the podcast, y'all was like, man, we can do this. We can be successful at that. Y'all had the mindset that you both brought value to the table, your personalities and who you were to actually build this thing up. So that's where everything begins, man. And I wanted to put it in a book to like help people, man, because honestly, before I even wrote the book, I would have just people come to me. I was like a magnet for people coming to me, talking to me about things that they couldn't do or issues that they were having their professional career, their lives or whatever. And, you know, I didn't want to be a life coach because life coach is just so broad, man. And I wanted to focus in on that mindset. What are you thinking about? How are you thinking? As a man thinking. That's it, bro. You're right, man. You're right. Would, mind over matter, all that matters is the mind. I think the brain and the mind is so powerful, it can literally do anything. It controls all the functions in your body is because your brain told it to do that way. And I think if we can master our mind, I say this all the time, it's the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole idea about placebo, they they testing different medicines and shit like that. Half the control group get the real medicine. The other half get a sugar pill. Right. And but they tell everybody they got it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because some people think they got it, they get better. Yeah. Shit don't make no fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah, You took a sugar pill and you and and your shit cured. Yeah, bro. Fucking 
that just means the power of the mind is like if you want to tell yourself to not be sick no more, you cannot be sick no but, more. But but when you see people like with terminal illnesses, doctors will tell you you got to keep a positive mindset yeah. through it because literally changing that thought process. And I have somebody that's that's really close to me right now that's barely been like feeding into me about changing your thought process with things that like good things can happen, but you got to, you have to see it and visualize it and, and make it real for you that way. I got a good partner of mine that played in the NFL for a while. And he used to tell me on Sundays before the game, he was like, he was, he played for the Falcons for a minute and he was going through some things where he was, they, he thought he was going to get cut during the preseason and he wasn't going to make the the full season roster. And he was like that last preseason game, you know, niggas is kind of like on the fringe, get a little bit more playing time because this this your last chance to kind of like make the team. And he does a lot of motivational speaking now in in the southern area. But he was like his last game, he said he sat in the locker room before the game while everybody else is on the field, and he envisioned the type of game that he wanted to have. Mm. I want to have three sacks. I want to have, you know, quarterback hurries. I want to cause a forced fumble. And then he he said he went out onto the onto the field, and he was able to execute those things. Like the Man, game was moving in slow motion for him that day. That's why they do walkthroughs legitimately. The coaches they go out there and do walk th- walkthroughs. You got to um, feel the stadium before everybody before the the energy of the stadium get there. Um, you gotta you gotta do that. You know what I'm saying? I watch. You know I'm a giant boxer fan. Like you listen to certain fighters, they will go through and play the fight out in their mind. You know, round one, I'm gonna set them up with this jab, and they'll go through in the ring. You know, I'm this is what I'm gonna do. And that's they shadow box and everything. They I visualize this fight. It's going to happen that way, and I know this is it's, it. may seem like I'm, I'm capping, but I'm for real. You know what I'm saying? Like when you be talking about, um, or like today, like at work, I feel like when somebody trying me, I can't do that. You can't say that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, because like I, I do it for myself when I go into work, and I know I this week I knew I had to have a difficult conversation with one of my employees. Like it was just brewing up today got to be the day before we talked like that day or two before I was thinking like, this is what I'm going to say to her. When we talked, I kind of wrote down some, some key talking points. I knew what some of her rebuttals were going to be. I like, I was prepared for everything that she said. And at the end of you know, our conversation, she was like, I knew it was coming, but this this it went a lot better than what I thought it was gonna go. But but I had to build up my mindset yeah. for that conversation because right. I knew it was gonna be difficult. Right. So the thing I'm in working with right now, trying to change my mindset is I'm not trying to say the two words, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like when I say it, then that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm tr- like I'm not tired, you know what I'm saying? I'm like man, I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm, once you keep saying that shit, bro, I'm, you about to convince yourself that you're tired. That's right. And I feel good this morning. I feel great this evening. I know I've been working on. I feel I I got a good two more hours of work, whatever it is. Yeah. To 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 the to, to trick to fucking mind, not even trick, condition the mind to do yeah. the thing that you want to do, like. Something. To get the optimum performance out of it, you got to. You got yeah. to. You got to. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, this is, uh, you know, neuroscience, 
your mind, your brain, it doesn't know between what's real and what's fake. Mm. That's why you can be watching a movie or a TV show and you're like, oh, shoot. Like you really feel those emotions as if this was happening in real life, man. Because your mind doesn't know. Man, you made that's that's really that's a really excellent point, right? Uh, two things. One, uh, if they hook your brain up to an encephalograph, it does not know the difference between when you're dreaming and when you're not dreaming. It's the same. That's right. Like the brain does not know. I thought you was falling, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight I up. thought you was falling, right? Really. I think that. We are That'd be the worst type of dream to have. Oh, when you fall and you <laughs> wake up with a headache, like jolt oh, yourself man. out your sleep. I also think that the shit that we watch on television and that we subscribe to on social media of these hypothetical, these scripted and hypothetical situations that you've never, we've never actually been through in our real lives. Um, we've seen them so many times. We've heard so many different arguments of should a parent buy food for one or not? All this fake right, right, yeah. put together Which stuff. Which was fake. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this is exactly this, but we've trained our brains on, okay, this hypothetical is put out there. Here's answer A. Here's answer B. So if I ever come across that situation in real life, my neural pathway is probably going to slide to answer A or answer B. That's right. But like, yeah. that's not a good thing because we now we're not even figuring out. Now it's, now it's on muscle memory. Yes. Well, no, this nigga cheating because yep. I see you. Y'all know how niggas be. Has a nigga ever? You, you you have to disconnect yourself. Another thing that I found was really you talk about like when you was going through your depression. Yeah. One thing that I self like for me just with the medication I take and sometimes my schedule, I fall asleep like that. I got to disconnect. I got to turn that motherfucking television off. You can't go to sleep with that. One night night I woke up in the middle of the night. I always watch ESPN. That's that's my nighttime show. I know they're going to run Sports Center four times in a row. So if I miss something, I'm going to see it. I remember I went to sleep one night and I woke up. It was Scott Van Pelt and two other white men on the television. And them niggas was looking at me. In my mind, when I turned around, I said, why is that nigga making? Eye contact. You got to, you got to unplug yeah. that shit. Have you ever, I fell asleep, and what was going on on television was in my dream. Yeah, like I heard yeah, the, the the talking Nigga, in my dream. I woke up like, why do I know Donovan Mitchell was on the trade block? Yeah, because that was the last thing on Sports Center. That's right. You need to un- <laughs> like literally, you need to unplug that shit and let everything in your body shut down and fucking recharge because right. that's part of controlling your mindset. Also, I'm that right. television, that television is feeding you bullshit while you sleeping. And Man. from what I understand is, even though everything got a light on it. You gotta get you gotta turn all the lights out. Yeah, I mean yeah. that little red light that's on you. All that shit gotta be gone. Yeah. I, I got a Bluetooth no speaker that just that just blink. Yeah, I gotta. Mask. I gotta get up and literally unplug that shit because I can't see that blinking blue light at three in the fucking morning. It's right, gonna right. fuck with me. Yeah, my nice then. I got one of them shits. Uh, the little night mask joint. I put that. I shit. just got one of those, man. man yeah, that's oh, the best sleep ever. <laughs> it is. I love it's, it. It's really that noticeable. If you put one of them eye masks on before you go to sleep, sometimes that shit can be kind of nerve wracking. But at least I got a dog that'll make some noise if something happens. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But like, if that is a, a a noticeable different sleep because that light, 
yo, this eyelid ain't that thick. You right. feel nah, me? It, the lights on in this bitch. If I close my eyes, I so listen. This is a perfect example. When the lights are on inside of a room, even if you have your eyes closed, you can tell when somebody cut the light out. Yeah. So that light that's in on your TV and everything like that, that shit is keeping your brain active when it needs to rest, and you can't, you never get to that that stasis period where you can actually rest. And um, yo, I got You got to You got to turn all that shit off. Yeah, man. I know. I I fall asleep on the couch all the time. Which I know it's not good. You know what I'm I saying? I fucking hate to fall asleep on the couch. I feel like I've been kidnapped or something when I wake up. I fell asleep on the couch for a whole week one time, dog. Wow. I was like, shit, I ain't slept in my bed all fucking week. Nigga, why? That's the same problem. You ain't even got a wife. You ain't got to sleep on the couch. <laughs> I mean, that's where I sit. So once I come in from my long day, I that's sit what, down. That's the first place you go to, to, I, I to sit decompress. Down if I grab something to eat, and then what happens is, what, Stretch watch, out. Watch it on television. If I lean over to the side, it's a wrap. Right? You got a blanket on the couch. See you at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? You got a blanket and, on the couch, Jay. Uh, I had no. It's not. It's not not one that stays on the couch. I mean, but, but I'm saying, like, like, if you do, you you pull that bitch over your legs. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna lay here for a second. But it's like, look, my alarm clock going off at six, right? If I wake up, it's four fifty. Ain't no reason for me to get the fuck up and go back into yeah. bed. I might as well just you up, yeah. you up. No, I might as well go back to sleep for an hour. Because <laughs> I by the time I get up and walk to the bedroom and get in the bed, like no, I need to. If I wake, if I wake up, I need to go to sleep within like thirty seconds to go back to sleep. Anything past that, I'm up. Yeah, I, I got it. a short window of go back to sleep time. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, yeah, that mind, the mindset is a uh, is, is 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 amazing. Yeah. Now, you know, besides that, man, you know, this say Chris Scott, uh, MBA, MSE, you said yeah. you a, a double engineer, award winning engineer. Let's talk. Let's let's flex a little bit, man. What's going on? Man? All right. Hey, man. Um, you know, I got my uh, bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from U of D Mercy. Mm. I went to Lawrence Tech, got my MBA, went to University of Michigan, got my master's in automotive systems engineering. Mm. Man, I've won a Black Engineer of the Year Modern Day Technology Leader Award, you out. University of Michigan Young Alumnus of the Year Award, Crane's Detroit Business Top 20 in their 20s, D Business Top 30 in their 30s, Detroit Vanguard Award, Army Achievement Medal for Civilian Service Twice, Army Achievement Medal for Commanders, Commanders Award Once, um, and man, it's been a blessing, bro. It's been a true blessing. And then being able to actually, today, I'm on your podcast, man. I'm celebrating 20 years working for the Department of Defense as an engineer, man. That's the best. That's, that's, that's big, big, man. Yeah, that's yeah, big, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. So, you the uh, super fizz. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> shit. You better that before you, before you walked in. <laughs> he, he got some He got some G, G13 classification yeah. about yeah, some weaponry right. <laughs> that we need to. He made them. Shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> he made what's going on in Afghanistan right now and shit, probably. Um, man, that's fucking excellent. Dude. Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate it, man. What, what's really crazy, because I remember, Clearly, I remember you from high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like ninth and tenth grade, I'm 14 and 15 years old. Like, who the fuck can think that 20 some odd years later, a person will do all this? Yeah. Because like we was talking before the mics come on, like, damn, being 40 years old, like that's wild. Still feel like a kid, right? Even though I'm an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been a I got adult responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? I got, I live a really adult life, but I still feel like a child. But like, you know, we was younger, man. They always like, yo, the kids, yo, the children, the future, all this other yeah. bullshit. We 100% out here. 
That's right. It's, it's, it's crazy that I think about, like, Nick, some of the same niggas I used to skip school and get high with are, like, some of the high, most highly educated people that I know in life right who now. The, who are running society right now. Look, what's super scary right now is this. So we was talking about mindset and how that crime in the D and Metro Detroit, yeah. crime new, all that shit going on. All them kids that's doing that shit are literally our children. And they friends. Like what I mean, like so. No, no, I feel you. It's that next generation. Like my friends have 18 and shit. You got a 19 year old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like your son is in college. These are his friends that didn't go to college. Right. (laughs) Right. These are the ones that are left behind on the block. The ones that are wilding out and shooting shit up and doing all this stuff are the children of me and you. Yeah. Our classmates. That's right. Like, and that shit blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause like before we was young, it was, it was like yo Generation X or whatever the fuck that was called. You know this shit keep changing. Before the term millennial was existed, right? It was like no, nah, y'all. We was telling people, well, at some point y'all dropped the ball as parents. Mm-hmm. Y'all was chilling and smoking weed through the seventies and and doing all other bullshit, and right. somebody dropped the ball because blah blah blah. Now we got the ball. Yeah. Oh, this motherfucker been dropped. <laughs> Oh, this For motherfucker sure. been dropped. Yeah. This bitch ain't never got picked up. You know what's crazy, man? I was talking to a teacher. I don't know if you have him. His name is Mr. Uh, Mr. Elamine. I was talking to him, and he said, Chris, just in the last years, a couple decades since y'all have not been at CAS, the caliber of parents has even changed. He said, before, I can call a parent and say, hey, you know what? Jay is not doing well, or hey, Jay got into some trouble today, and the parent would correct your behavior at the crib. He said, now he has parents asking him, what should I do with my child? How can I fix this? Man, that's a better question. That's, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's a better response than what I thought you was about to say. Okay. No. That's scary. <laughs> I, thought yeah, I thought it was about to be like, what the fuck you want me <laughs> right, to do? Right, no. <laughs> no, I thought, because yeah. like nowadays, you call somebody and tell them something wrong with their parent, the, the, the child like, no, they didn't. What you do? Like, you lying, not mm-hmm. my child. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, your child. Your child is motherfucking terrorizing. Ready to go up in there and scrap. Like, yeah. where are you at? What teacher call my... Yeah, man. It's scary, yeah, it's, it is. Because, like, you may be calling a parent of a student you used to teach. Yeah. Legitimate. Right, for sure. A, a yeah. lot, but a lot of times, because, like, I see it, like, parents be so detached. Like, they don't know the, they don't know the fucking demon living inside it. They don't know the demon living up the fucking hall. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know what their child is capable of. Nigga, I bust in... I bust in rooms, phone check, give it to me now. Right. Right now. Yeah. Don't don't try and fumble or fuck with nothing. I want to see the message. I want to know what the fuck is going on. I'm I'm going through social media. Mm-hmm. I'm going through your DMs cuz like I got the attitude when it comes to my kids, I don't give a fuck. I am not your friend. We can be friends 20 years from now when you got kids and I can give you I'm more of an advisor than I am a parent. But today, I'm dad. Drop the motherfucking phone, nigga. I turn the... I come in. If the kid's been there all day, nigga, with that, with that good Xfinity app, I'm dropping the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi off. And then I know everybody peeking their heads out the room because what the fuck is going on? I can't play the Xbox. That's right, because the Wi-Fi on. The Wi-Fi off. Drop your phones. Bring them downstairs. Phone check. Hey, but what about this, man? I had this conversation. Like, you know, I got two kids, but... Like oh. back, like uh, I got a five year old and eleven year old. Okay, and so back in the day, like you know, when, I, when cell phones didn't exist and all that, bro, I could be gone 
literally from 11 o'clock in the morning and get back at 9 o'clock at night, not have any type of way for my parents to communicate me or oh, even yeah. know where I was at, right? But now with my kids, I'm like, man, I need what to know where they're at, right? <laughs> where they at, right? I need to know where they're at, what they doing, like- Why your location right, off? Yeah, right, straight up. <laughs> Got locations on and everything, man. And it's just, it's just a different mindset, right? Things are different now. Things are different. Things are scarier but, but, now, but, but, right? But Chris, just, just on some real shit. That probably wasn't the best thing. Yeah, you're right. Looking at, because <laughs> right. I, I remember it was safer though. Things it was were a little safer. bit different, but like I, I know me. I'm just going to speak about my experience. I feel like, you know, I understand I wasn't a good kid. Like I would, I had some menacing years, and I just never understood why my parents gave me the freedom that I had. <laughs> like literally, I would leave out for school at like seven o'clock. And if my curfew was like 11, in my mind, I felt my curfew was 11 every night. Right. So, like, literally, I would be gone from 7 a.m. And I'm coming in the house 1045, 1050, six nights of, six nights a fucking week. And it wasn't, it wasn't really shit said to me about it. Like, I mean, because, hey, I was getting on the bus to cast at 530 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like. It's dark as fuck outside. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And then I get home from school at four o'clock, right? But like parents don't get home till five o'clock, six o'clock. If I got a job, maybe I'm gone or like you can I could you may not ever you may not see me. Right. Until <laughs> yeah. eight, nine o'clock. <laughs> right, right. Five o'clock in the morning. That's right, man. To eight o'clock PM yeah. and shit. But uh it was safer still. Yeah. Only was because it? yes, I don't know if it was safer. I know or, I wasn't about to get shot. I could get I could get jumped. Not not that I was going to necessarily get shot, but I think that because we spent nigga, we was like I know the thing is I'm outside, but like nigga, we was literally outside. We learned Everywhere. to navigate the streets differently. I knew a different level of danger. At 10, 11 years old, then maybe my child knows at 10, 11 years old. I knew certain voice inflections, yes. the way that certain niggas raised up. Oh, it's finna be some shit in here, and I should probably get the fuck on. Yeah. Like, kids don't have that. Yeah. I don't think they have that same perception that we grew up with. Right. No, but I'm glad I had that shit. You know, it was probably shootings and shit, but, like, you could sniff some shit out before, like, it be, like it was adults. I, but yeah. kids wasn't shooting each other. I don't know. Not like how, how now. Like statistically, kids are shooting each other right now at a different clip. Like you, you might, you probably knew a nigga with a gun. Oh, yeah. Every nigga that you knew did not have a gun. I mean, my, I, I had a homeboy of mine that killed two niggas the summer after we graduated eighth grade. Nigga just got out of jail like three summers ago. Yeah. Like nigga spent his whole adult life yeah. from fourteen to nigga thirty seven in jail. Wow. But like nowadays, it's different. Yeah. Like it's it's totally different. It's totally different. And I'm trying to tell one of my friends, like, and of course I don't have children, so it's from how I said it, they didn't necessarily agree. I'm like, listen, like you know your kid, but you don't never really know your kid. No. Because they the like they like your kid ain't gonna never know you. You know what I'm saying? Like you not about to give your children the full version of you. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> you gonna get you gonna get this father yeah, version yeah, of me. Yeah. yeah. You not and like your your child is gonna get the the child version of you. Like, 
my parents don't didn't know half the shit when I went through when we was when I when we was out in the street. Yeah, and I told never. I told you I crept up on my son, one, my my oldest son, one day in high school because I had to just come up to the school and drop some paperwork off. And this smooth ass nigga I see in the hallway ain't the same person as. That's stuck in his room for 12 hours. Your, like, kid, your kid in that motherfucker cussing like a motherfucker. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm saying? First time you hear your kid cussing, it gotta be wild. Right, right. Because I've been cussing since the second grade, maybe. First or second grade. You know what I'm saying? You ain't know. Your parents ain't know you. Was, nah. Look, man, my son my son get downstairs on that PlayStation. He think I'm asleep. Nigga, 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 I killed. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, I'm still up. Right. I'm still up. <laughs> like, you don't be doing what the fuck these kids be doing. Or like, nigga, your, your son could be a savage with the girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you I wouldn't have no clue. Wouldn't have no clue. Or like so you got a dog not you girls don't even call my house no like they don't even call the house he it got his own be, line hey may I speak to such and such oh yeah and you can pick up the phone at any time and you like it's they got their own line right they don't sell I don't even it's four talk. different numbers in the house Fuck right talking. you texted <laughs> that's true yeah they you know so look I'll tell you something because you may be checking the text messages and shit like that but there's something that that they they do is they open a shared note. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm up on notes, and they'll share, and they'll they'll type a shared note, and every time they type a shared note, it come on the other side. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man, that's new for me, man. Yeah, I'm up on notes. They can share them pictures through them notes and everything yeah, too. You share pictures, but through you notes you can't whole nine yards. But but and you can lock but, notes with Face ID and all other shit, and you get a, you can lock them with a different passcode than the one on your phone. So so this this what I if I think there's any fuckery going on on your phone, if I sniff any fuckery, I pay for the phone. I don't give a fuck about it because my phone gonna work, nigga. I remember one time I threw my son's phone out the car, and I'm gonna go to he gonna go to iCloud.com and go access all this shit from a web browser somewhere. But you, ID. but you ain't gonna access it from your fucking phone. I get it. You ain't gonna, and and if if it ain't shit but a minor notes, inconvenience, I don't notes, give a fuck. And right. notes are backed up in the cloud too. Yeah. So a motherfucker be on iCloud.com and them fucking notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Share note. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Also, y'all should probably do that shit. So when the police take your phone and going through your text messages and shit, they not looking that at that. Tell him, don't tell him I told you. I mean, he 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 DOD. I mean, he, he already know. Oh, no. That nigga, that nigga <laughs> did that shit too, twenty-two years ago. That shit. Like, oh, my nigga, we, we been we been got that shit. <laughs> look, 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 Chris knows something coming up in the next year right. or two that's gonna blow that <laughs> shit out the water. Right. Oh, my nigga, we we had that it. iPhone thirty-five. Y'all niggas ain't seen shit yet. <laughs> that nigga talking to the DARPA chief or some shit. Chris, where can people go to purchase the book? Uh, man, you can go to uh, www.mymindmysuccess.com. You can get a copy of the book. You can uh, sign up for my email list as well. I'm send, I send uh, encouraging, inspiring messages, mindset articles, information for you to help level up your mindset. If they want to patronize your your coaching services, can they also book you there through through the website? Uh, yeah, they can actually. Yep. Okay. Just put in the message. Um, uh, you know, hey, you know, like the book or heard you on Shop Talk. Um, and I like the book. Help fix my mind. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Or you just email me directly, Chris at positivethoughtsolutions dot com. Okay. Yep. So, uh, Chris, man, you got an audio book? No, I don't have an audio book yet, man. That's something well, I am going to record. Studio though. that you gotta, can go to. You got a place and, uh, you can record it at. Who oh, can, shit. And who can record? You know, Chris Clean Audio. Yeah. Okay. For audio book. For sure. Okay. 
I'll send you their information. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, I was just thinking about that in the car while I was yeah. listening to the audiobook. Like, I need to do that. So, for sure. I listen to audiobooks. You feel me? Because when I'm walking a dog in the morning, I can get my information in. And it's just easy. I mean, if you listen to a podcast, you can listen to audiobook. Book be like three hours. Should we? Dro- I drop three-hour podcasts every week. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I started doing that, too. Less music, man. More informational podcasts to yep. help me. Yeah. Uh, what kind of books you read? Uh, man, I read books... It's, it's all about subconscious mind, mindset, um, success. I read business books as well. So, yeah. I just thought about the kind of books I read. I don't got no fiction. Well, technically, the greatest salesman in the world, shout out to uh, SJ who put me on that. Um, excellent book. And part two, I'm, I'm finishing up part two. Then I'm going to go to part three. And then my life is going to change in 10 months. But uh, other than and it's, it's a self-help type book but it's technically fiction but i don't i don't read too much fiction everything got I don't something. either man I don't and i didn't even realize that but everything we had, I read, gu- we had a guest on here wrote a really good fictional book that you should probably read keenan wrote the colors of my bourgeois one of the characters is loosely based off of your boy too so you should you should pick it up i get yeah. it yeah i remember i think the only fiction book i read man in the last 15 years was uh the richest man in babylon mm. and that, that was a good book that's what uh freeway uh, told us to uh, yeah. Freeway Rick yeah. said read that that was one of the ones he recommended he yeah. said that changed him that's a good book man yeah yeah. who booed my cheese shit like everything I don't I don't be like I yo, think that's more business related or lifelong just yeah. dealing with change and shit but I don't never read like about Harry Potter no shit like that I don't got time I don't want to hear none of that yeah, shit yeah, I just want to talk I want to hear either autobiography tell me about your life right, right. what happened with you uh-huh. or how I can tell me how to, you got it and tell me how I can get to it. Yep. I just want to. That's what I want to know. Self empowerment, self help, and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, that's me. All I read, man. Yeah. yeah. Shit that's going to make me better yep. for sure. Uh, damn, we got a music pick. I did send you my music pick of the week. My music pick of the week is by an artist uh, I really fuck with, Chef Geach. The name of the single is Miss Me. Uh, I don't know if he's if he's working on a project or just kind of dropping singles now. But again, the name of the song is Miss Me by Chef Geach. fuck with Geech, dog. Geech can just like, he can rap, He dog. can fucking rap. I like, like Geech. He got yeah. a lot of style, a lot of flavor, but he can rap, dog, and I fuck with Chef Geech. Oh, man. Whose mans is this? Oh, man. It's frustrating, dog. It, it, it's really frustrating, man. You know, we talked about uh, 
couple of weeks ago, um, the shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas, right? Right. And um, the video from the school came out of the police officers inside the school not doing nothing. Yeah. You know, one of them, while kids are, for 31 minutes while they were sitting there at the corner inside the school, not doing a goddamn thing, putting hand sanitizer on because apparently need clean hands. They need to clean hands and shit. Um, uh, look at this nigga. He he laugh. What? Why? Why the fuck is he laughing? Like what is? What and is, kids are getting what shot. What is there to in smile earshot. about while while children are getting slaughtered and shit? These and, niggas over here getting hand sanitizer and shit. Uh, and it's funny they they took the audio. There's no audio. I heard along. some of it with audio. Okay. When they were talking, it was it was literally gunshots going off, and they weren't doing nothing. And uh, the post I saw was like, man, I tried to try not to be like a, a Monday money Monday morning quarterback, but he said I just kept thinking about the time that he was in the Marines when he was an eighteen year old with not as much of that gear, and he was afraid and frightened. But him and his counterparts was still going door to door trying to clear houses out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. D it's it's like twenty of y'all, man. And it's one person down there literally shooting kids. And y'all didn't do nothing for like thirty one minutes. Y'all was physically in there yeah. for thirty one minutes and didn't do nothing, dog. And they like, what we need to do something about this. We need to do something about that. Yo, there's measures that was in place. This shit could have been stopped before it even happened, before he even got in there. They, they said a sniper had a clear look on him before he even made it into the building, but they could not give him. Nobody was available to give him the green light to shoot. Well, Tim Foyle had Titan. I think these some fucking, man. you know, these are some. These, I, I don't think all these shits is random. OK, I can I can I can fuck with that. I don't think all these shits is random and some things I think are happening and they're being allowed to happen. And it's really sick. But cause some like, look, some people can fuck up, but some things be so fucked up that this cannot be a coincidence. Right. You yeah. can't fuck up this bad. Everybody. Right. I can't flip a fucking coin this many times and it always land on heads. Right. Some of this shit, like, nah, this by design. Because can't no, every single person in every single facet can't fail at the same time on the same day in a short amount of time. Impossible. Impossible, possible dog. Some of this shit is being allowed to happen. You know, I, I look at situations like this and, you know, a lot of, especially in these smaller communities, like the policing is just really, it's really a lot of drills. You know what I'm saying? They they not they not in a situation where they're dealing with active shooters or even probably dealing with a lot of violent type of crime. But like, you know, motherfucker, this ain't a drill. It's time to, you know, all the training and all the knowledge and know how y'all going to the range. Like eventually you got to put that shit to fucking work. And when there's babies involved, yeah. like I don't want to hear that shit. Right. I don't want to hear that shit. And when you scared, you still got to do it anyway. Yeah. When you scared, you still, that's the hero. Because if a nigga, if I ain't afraid, I go, no, fuck that. I'm afraid. Yeah. If a nigga, if some shit go bump in the night and I got to go get my gun to figure out what it is, I'm afraid. Right. Yeah, man. I'm still going to go. Right. 
But I'm terrified. Yeah. And but, why wouldn't you be? Right. I, I'm terrified, but then I think of my kids is upstairs. Yeah, man. And I don't give a fuck what's happening down here. That nigga can't get upstairs to my babies. Right. <laughs> like if I got to if if me and the dog got to die in the line of battle, no nigga can't get he can't get up them steps. That's right. Because I got I got four other faces up there that I give a fuck about, and they they going home to their mamas. They gonna live to tell the tale. Right. But like you're not getting upstairs to my babies. Yeah. Like that's just like that's that's the only thing that I think of when I when I'm with my ki- like. That's that's always my fallback. Yeah. I had a, you know, man, quick story time with Dame. That dog saved my life again this week. Mm. <laughs> I, I was outside with my dog, and I seen another dog up the street, but I'm thinking it's my neighbor's dog, and, like, you know, he going to get the motherfucker before right. I get to my house. No, this ain't my neighbor's dog. It's some, oh, strange, it's some big, strange motherfucker. And I see this nigga running head full of steam at me. Now, I ain't going to lie. I'm scared. I jump in. The, Hell fucking yeah. This is sure. a strange fucking dog that's big as fuck. I jump in the bed of my truck because I'm like, not today, Satan. Uh, but my, do- my dog was in the back doing his business. That nigga heard me in distress and came and backed that motherfucker down. Logan will always have a place in my house. Wow. <laughs> nigga die there. All right. Man, I will say this to lighten the mood a little bit. Light the moon and approve a point. Uh, this put your shoes on challenge that's been going on Instagram. Are y'all y'all hip? No, nah, I never heard of it. This is the best shit I've seen on the internet. Where they come in rapping? No. So listen, uh, a parent comes in and say, "Hey, oh, put your shoes on. We finna go fight." Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah I have seen that. Yo, yo, this is the best shit I've seen, and I don't know how long because it's some innocent fun type of shit. I know I seen some niggas trying to go the think peace route. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Some of these kids is with the shits. What's so funny is what I like about it is the people who I know in real life and their children and how they reacting. Because, like, I know both the parents. I know the kids. Like, this is fucking great. But this one right here, I want y'all to listen w- to this. Where little man ain't want to fight? Yes, sir. You got to uh, put your shoes on. I'm finna, look, I'm finna go fight this dude. And if his son step in, then you got to get in. Yes, sir. What? Are you taking a deep breath for? I'm proud to see me together. Huh? I'm proud to see me together. Why you say that? No, it's not proud. It's gonna be a good fight for me. Why? Why it's not gonna be a good fight for you? You don't fight, I lose. No, but you're gonna win this one because if when I'm fighting his daddy, he got a seven-year-old son, and you need to fight him too. Okay. Is you gonna fight? Kind of scared, but yeah. As long as you fight, you ain't gotta be scared. Uh, <laughs> little, so, little, little man got the heart. He, right, he ain't right. got the hands, yeah. but he got the heart. If only the fucking Uvaldo police was like that little boy. Mm-hmm. I'm scared, Dad. I'm gonna fight though. Yeah. Cause you my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm 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 kind of scared, but I'm still do it. Like he was taking deep breath, like. This he knew was, he was walking into something he wasn't ready for. This right, one was right, a right. sad watch. I enjoyed it because in the like that's when that the hero shit goes like in the face of adversity. When you terrified, I'm still gonna do it anyway because right. I'm supposed to do it. Like I got so much respect for that kid. Yeah, that's right, man. Little man, like, had, little man had his stocking cap on. He was playing video games. He he just want to have a good night in the house. He ain't, yeah, he ain't want to. But the the love I got for my father, my father asked. He's like, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. 
he was like, sir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if only them fucking police had the heart of this little kid while other children down there being slaughtered, y'all sit down there for 31 fucking minutes because you niggas must be, y'all gots to be frightened because what are they waiting on? Another call? It's okay to go in now? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Ain't a nigga alive that needs to tell me what to do in this next situation mm-hmm. when this kid's being killed right in front of me. Right. Like, what you waiting on? What you waiting on? The original lies what the door wasn't locked, man. Bust all them, all them lies they was talking all about lies, was barricaded man. this or yeah, yeah no. body if you got arm like and all that. Them just lying, lying Excuses, lying. <laughs> trying not to be, trying not amazing. to take accountability. Uh, hey man, that tape always tell the truth. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, when I play football, coach, like you 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 can hide behind niggas on the field. You can hide it. You can hide during the game, right. but when we run it back on tape, yeah. the tape gonna always expose the truth. Uh-huh. Put them on a the right. clock. Shoot right. that ass up. Yeah. Uh so I, I need you niggas uh to, to do this challenge with your children. I need to see <laughs> I need to see what's popping. You feel me? Which one of y'all kids is tucking tails? Look, look my Cause a couple of my friends, they was like they 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 wasn't doing it. Crying like, no, you gonna go to jail. <laughs> like what? My you know, I, I'm trying to think because like my fifteen year old, he with the shits. Like he he'd be getting kicked out of school for fighting, so I probably don't want to put the battery in his back. Right. But, <laughs> but my like, t- hey, I'm about to my man next door, uh, I'm about to go fight her. He got a son your age. If he jump in, I need you to fight too. He gonna see be, what he do. He gonna be ready. Now I wanna who put I wanna on, try put with on tape. is with my ten year old, because I wanna see if she, you know, she got that lion heart in her yet. Will, I'm gonna I'm I'm see this week. The socials will be with. Yeah, I'm gonna see this week. You got an 11 year old and a five year old. Yeah. Which one you think fighting? My daughter. How old? She the 11? Five. Okay. Yeah, she, she, she ready. She with it. <laughs> she My ready. son will be like, man, I ain't trying to do that. My <laughs> daughter, yeah, she she will be ready for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. That shit is wild. Anywho, man, let me, uh, it's about time for. Yeah, it's time for the benediction. So, uh, Chris, this is the part in the episode once Jay. You know, get the Benny music. How about I typed in Benny? <laughs> <laughs> you probably should know by now. It's nobody knows. Uh, but it's the benediction music. It's the time in the in the show where we give our guests the opportunity to go first, give out their socials, all their information, where people can find you. So please, good sir, go ahead and uh, let them know. All right. This is uh, Chris. You can find me on Instagram, Blue Soldier, B-L-U-E-S-O-U-L-D-I-E-R. You can find me on Twitter, Positive Vibe 82. You know, email me, Chris, at PositiveThoughtSolutions.com and check out my book, www.MyMindMySuccess.com. Bet, bet. It's your man, Dame, three underscores, three one three on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm posting on TikTok. Uh, if you at me, talk to me. I will talk back. I will talk about your fat ass mama and why your 35 year old wife need to drag that wagon to the fucking job. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, shoptalkpod.com. Book some time, bitch. Uh, thank y'all, man, for, for, for tuning in 324 oh. weeks in a row. I don't want to cut you off, but yo, your man is published. I got an interview up on Voyage Mag Detroit. If you follow me on Instagram, there's a link to the interview. Tell your mama that you know somebody famous so she stopped thinking you a fuck up because you know damn. <laughs> Congrats, bro. That's Thank awesome. you. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Chris, for stopping through, man. Yeah. Love kicking with you, chatting with you. I can't wait to uh, to read this. Absolutely. Read this book. 
want everybody to tap in with him. Um, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.